from the podcast because at the end of the day this podcast is for me uh, sorry let, let me let, let me clarify the is because of a very selfish point of view i want to know this person better like for every for every guest i bring in is because i want to know this person better so i, I it is either this person has something that i really want to, to understand or i want to learn from this guy or this girl i want to share his his or her wisdom that's why i bring them up and then i chinket that's why this this podcast, podcast title is chinket wants to know not you want to know, not they want to know, not he want to know, not she want to know. It's Chinke want to know. So, um, I don't know if that answer your question or not. But I mean, like, uh, answers no, your question. No. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of can see that. So, um, yeah, if, if that case, let me. Oh, nah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chinke wants to know. Today we have a guest. A guest that I sometimes want to slap the shit out of him, but he's one of the smartest person I know, so I, I want to slap him half a, half of the strength on it. This is Suhail. What's up, everyone? This is fucking weird. This <laughs> fucking weird. You, you made it weird when you said it, okay? It was still fine. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. Uh, whatever gets you, whatever gets you on, bro. Anyway, uh, I have a small introduction here. So he'll actually maybe I want I want to uh, introduce yourself lah, so at least people know who the fuck are you lah. Right. Okay. So so well, far, I'll, I'll do I'll do my introduction my my little little information that I written from for for my Suhil lah, the Suhil that I have in my version room. So here is a former dodgeball sportsman athlete, and uh, judging by the frown that he has right now, he's cringing. <laughs> and maybe we can we can dig into that later on. Uh, works in a few startups, works in a few business. Maybe you can talk about that as well because uh, you did mention. Sorry, repeat that. Works in a few startup business uh, startup. Okay. Am I right? Okay. I remember you told me about that. Past tense, uh, yeah. Works worked worked ed. My English is not so good, so please, please powder me. Please powder, please forgive me. So one of the most intelligent person, and at the same time one of the, one of the most dumber person I ever ever met. Um, that one I agree. Mm-hmm. And so uh, yeah, I will. Why I will require you to do uh, a small introduction to people who never met Suhail before. The most one of the most intelligent that Jinket met in his life. Okay, very high bar, but. Because uh, that that's that's how I view you. Unless you want me at like one of the one of the highest uh, smartest person I met, and at the same time, it's one of the dumbest person I met as well. So, which I already said. <laughs> so I'm Suhail. Um, I'm actually a, I used to play volleyball, not dodgeball. That's oh. why I was cringing. Mm, I see. That's why I fucked up. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Uh, I played back in primary school all the way to uni. Uh, I went for district level. I almost entered state level for Slango. Uh, due to injury, I couldn't make for state level. After that, I just played casually. But since COVID, it's kind of been kind of just like going to the gym rather than just going. To the gym. Yeah, other than going to the gym, I have to actually reduce my volleyball because it's public exposure. COVID. Hmm. Mm. About the businesses, I have worked in, uh, you could say it's a tech company, but they were involved in the sports industry. So they were trying to create an app to facilitate bookings for tennis players. 
And also, they added a feature where you can actually play with uh, strangers. Also. Let's say you need a duo, basically, and you only have a single player with yourself. And basically, you don't want to play with a wall, obviously. You want to play with someone. So when you book the court, you can actually also send a beacon and ask for someone to join your court. And then uh, when you find that person, then you can play and interact with the person. The app was kind of fascinating because it had a lot of features where you can also track your score, compete with people online and whatnot based on your tennis play. It's basically, uh, moved on. It's basically like uh, uh, in IRL matchmaking system. Uh. Correct, yes. <laughs> it's actually it's, it's very interesting. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you say matchmaking, right, it actually like it, it's actually like Tinder for sports basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and I now reached that Tinder part where I only reached like because I was picturing um Valorant and then matchmaking is like I, I'm I'm alone but I don't want to play alone. I I want to play with friends, so I just like anyhow. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the app kind of expanded to other spots. So from tennis, they included badminton. Then they slowly moved on to tennis. They were trying to expand globally. They're considered a startup because they didn't have a funding yet. They didn't enter any uh, Series B or C yet. Even Series B, C is still considered a startup, but uh, they only had an angel investor for their company. And they haven't became a public corporation yet. The other company I worked in as a startup I worked for Vast AI, which was a company my brother was working in. He is still in that company, actually. Vast AI is, yeah, V-A-S-E dot AI. Okay, continue. Customers research. Oh, research company. Yep, so they use big data analytics and also they have their own API to run run customer reports or basically any marketing research you need to do. You just use, they have an API for it to run the data that they already have existing to give you uh, certain results that give information regarding whatever you want. So mm-hmm. let's say you ask a question that you want to know what is people's reception or perception of Maxis. Let's say you're the, let's say the customer is Maxis and Maxis asks this question like uh, well, what what do people think of Maxis? Well, what's the first image? So Bas would actually have a large number of data already, and they would also send out surveys to their, to their survey platform to collect data regarding that question. Of course, they ask various number of questions to get various perspective about the answers, and then uh, they generate uh, information from it using the yeah. So I worked under the customer, customer support area, so I had to deal with customers using our service, uh, you know, survey platform. And also, I got to know more about the API itself and how it works for big clients. Mm. How, how, how do you find that? For me, for me, right, for Chinggas, I find it very meticulous, very tedious. And I I, I find I, I can gig it out, but at the same time, I, I won't want to like be there 24-7. Like, I, I'm not going to have that as my work. Yeah, that's the, that's the cool part. We didn't actually have physically generate the reports. Mm-hmm. So when we we actually just, just go through three processes, right? We compile the answers from surveys, then we let it run in the system, yep. the API basically. Mm-hmm. And then uh, from the API, you can actually choose the results you want. Let's say you want it in a graphic format or you want it in mm-hmm. a short form format. 
they'll show you the data points for it, and then they'll give you the answers based on the, let's say, among five in the one question that was given in the survey, option three was chosen the most. Then they would give you a certain answer, and then you would be able to draw a demographic from it. Like who are the ones answering the most for option number three? Mm-hmm. And you can show the age range and whatnot. All this is actually automated. Oh, that means their system is actually quite chunky, you know. Like very, yes. very, they've invested a lot into this, this yes, machine. Actually, them. Yeah, the founders themselves are the ones who make the program. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's actually very uh, mind opening when I entered the company because they were running with very few employees, and uh, the work they were doing were was a very big project, and they were dealing with clients like PG. It's amazing what working with amazing people like that. Mm-hmm. That's why I always tell my friends, if you want like the best exposure to to like actual work, right? Where you can learn and learn a lot and also find your passion, startup is the way to go. Because you're really literally put into a drilling machine and you have to learn fast and give results fast and you'll be surrounded by like Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. Okay, can can I touch a bit when you said like uh you suggest people to go for a startup and how about mm-hmm. corporate? corporate? What's your opinion? Mm. Mm. So I think you and I both agree that corporate revolves around bureaucracy. So you have to be able to, your personality type should be the one that can deal with rules easily. So if you're told not to do this, you don't do. If you're told to do this, and you shouldn't be worried about, let's say, your opinion, right? Let's say you have, uh, you're given a task, and the way to do the task is you have to go to this web, uh, you have to go to this company application, fill out a form, and then submit it. If that is the task, but you know in your heart there's a better way to do it, right? If you can push that thought down in your heart without doing it, then corporate is for you. Because corporate has a tendency to destroy creative uh, solutions and also doesn't allow for for you to basically experience how do I say problem solving at a higher level unless you are in middle management. But when you are just entered corporate, lower level, you're actually just basically doing hard labor. You have to do what you're being told. You have to follow the work. Sometimes certain departments revolve around creative. For example, you enter the marketing department and you have to do designs basically. But even when you're in that department doing designs, you're not given the creative freedom. Mm-hmm. Half the time, your clients have certain specifications that you have to follow and you're like, fuck, what am I supposed to do now? I know a better way to make it look much better, but the client wants certain fonts. And I can't do the creative uh, the best I can, I can't do the best I can do if I have to follow these fonts. So sometimes it's client uh, requirements, but most of the time it's basically company policy where you have to follow regulation. And when you're in that situation, uh, I would first say if your personality type is not one that is easy to be around rule, uh, rule following people, or just be a rule follower, then uh, no, corporate is not for you. But if you're the type that cannot stand following people who are ching chai, right? Like, do, do all they can to get a solution, but doesn't matter the method, 
if you can't stand those type of people, then you should never go to startup. Because startup, you do anything and everything to get a certain result. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, which is clear because uh, uh, in this world, there's a lot of different types of behaviors and people. I mean, behaviors in people, right? And you cannot just like uh, one solution fit all. Because all this time, I I never worked in the corporate before, only until recently, and uh, I the f- the first impression of, of corporation is like uh, there's a lot of benefits at all which, which immediately move me uh, suit me over to the starting journey of start, uh, corporation at all however the moment that that hits that slapped me very hard is during the first second meeting the, after the first meeting and I noticed that n- I, I don't know is it because of uh, the, the corporate we can't really um I, I, I see two things now. One is you need to really do your homework and res- uh, research. You need to do your data. You need to do... No, sorry. You need to do your research data enough so that you can back up what you want you to pre- present on the on the floor. Uh, of course, you need to... Uh, very, they're very focused on the numbers. Very, they're very focused on the uh, results. When I say results, it's like... Um, like you... you, you, you Propose something. You propose, uh, let's say you propose a solution for, like, let's say last month, last month sales dropped by ten percent. What we can do? And then a lot of people throw in ideas, oh, throw in ideas, and then who like tender, like you tender the idea, and then suddenly got yeah, picked, yeah. and then it's like, oh shit, I got picked. So how fuck now? Then, <laughs> <laughs> and then we we try to execute the idea. Then the moment we start doing, then we only notice that this idea is actually not mature Unfeasible, yet right? uh, uh, yeah. it's not mature yet we, I mean we don't have the resources to do it because we still need to, man- we still need to maintain whatever we had past month and we, but yeah. we still need to do these new things at the same time yeah. plus there's like maybe seasonal things plus maybe company events and stuff like that yeah. and there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, factors that comes into the, to make this thing very rough and then during the yeah. next the, the following month meetings then ask why why no progress? And it's like <laughs> the, 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 the cycle keep on continuous. Like, yeah. what? Then you're like, what to do now? I'm fucked. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> and then it's very, uh, for, for me, it's, 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 it opens my eye. It, it really opens my eye. And it's like, that this leads to a lot of people don't dare to voice out. And then the meeting yes. all, all constantly become like the, only the, yes. the, the, the head. Like COO, CEO, the only one who speaks. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or sorry, or and the capable person who is able to to reach uh reach what he what he's what he or she said only yeah. dare to speak. So it's like this is grim. Yeah, it's very that's why it's also very competitive. With that number of employees, right? Mm-hmm. The one who actually speaks out are usually either the cream of the crop or someone who's trying to bullshit his way to a promotion. Yeah, I mean, if he's, mm. I was about to say, if he, if he bullshit his way to promotion, right? Uh, he, at the end of the day, he might not go far. But in the com, in the corporate setting, I don't know. Yes, actually, it has a lot of people have succeeded, bro. Yeah, that, that's why. That's why I don't right, know. <laughs> Continue. Sometimes, right? You, if, as long as you have uh, charisma, right? People, people, basically, your people ability, right? If you can bullshit your way in a meeting table in front of your C suit, right? You can bullshit your under underlings, like your juniors or co-workers. You can just pitch them the same idea you pitch the boss or a grid and tell them to find out how to fix it. They don't have to physically do the work. 
I mean, uh, Some, that do you view that as uh, bullshitting or you do you lead, view that as a leadership? Because from, I view I view that as a mix of both. Because yeah. Yes, okay. You're doing leadership, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, but your leadership method is unethical. Okay, sorry. Please, please, please explain because I don't think I I connect. I I okay. Because from what I see, it's like the. Um, he pitched this all oh, okay now I see this so, let, uh, let me let me explain uh. let's yeah. see whether it's clear or not so this guy pitched an idea to the boss and yeah. then the boss approved already but he did not do yes. like detail like how to do action plan at all no, so nothing. after the boss said yes like you please proceed this is, this is yes. like good result then only he passed to his underling to do the research the, the action step and then he just like yes. run okay now, now it makes sense now uh, I see why it's fucked up because at first, if he uh, fails, right? Uh-huh. And he fails, right? He's not gonna get blamed. Because it's not because his. he's got yes, he's got names of people he has assigned the task to, and he'll say that my difficulties were not actually me, but because of company resources and assets that we have, namely these people that who weren't who weren't able to execute their actionables. Oh, that's fucked up. Corporate yeah. level is that's a very big move to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. Now that, that makes sense. Because when the moment where you you said that, uh, sorry, uh, the moment you said like the he presented to his boss and then he come up to uh pass to his underling to do. Because I thought it's like he already created the proposal and everything, action, clear action steps and what's the what's the pros or the what's the cons, what problem he's gonna face. Then only pass to his underling to do. Then I I said that one is actually quite fucking good. It's like you did all the fucking homework, and then but of course you you might not be the one who executed. You pass to your underling to execute. It. That is that's yeah. actually very good. That's I think that's idea, right? Yeah, that's in the form of like you're the visionary and you let someone who's a practical person to execute the work. Mm-hmm. That is fine. But honestly, right, even that has a certain level of like limitation. I know I'm taking advantage of people. Because if you vision the whole thing, mm-hmm. but you're not there every step of the way, and you let everyone else do it, basically ah. you're not even overseeing it. Right? You're just a person who gave the plan. Then you're just like a script writer in a movie setting. You, know? you write yeah. the script of the movie and then you pass it to the producer. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't work in corporate setting in any other industry. It works for script writing because no, no matter how the producer uses the script, it doesn't matter. You've already given the story. That's why your job is done. Mm-hmm. But for someone who's doing reviewing or proposing a proposal, mm-hmm. execution is actually his job, but not anyone else's job. Okay, makes sense. Oh, because at the end of the day, let's say if he were to uh correct me, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, because he he was going to propose this 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 action plans to his boss, right? This boss approved yeah. it, so that means he was he is the one who is responsible. Yes. Okay. So oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's supposed to take on Yes. Then, then it's actually quite fucked up if you like see he passed to his underling and then when he failed, he said he blamed the underling. Yes, that's why I oh, said Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. People okay. get fired for that and then they lose trust in believing your, that your colleague is a good person. That's Ooh. why it's a very toxic environment in certain companies. That's very similar to the to the. What's that? A Hong Kong drama? That's all it's true. Yeah. I it's guess. actually very real. It's very real. I mean, not to the extent of Hong Kong drama, but like, yeah. it's real. Damn. Oh, yeah. Hmm? You mentioned something that was interesting. You what? mentioned like when um, you propose something in the meeting and then like it gets accepted. Then like 
uh, you're like, fuck, you haven't done your research. And then when you're doing it, it becomes unfeasible. Yeah. While you're doing that, you have to make sure the other projects are maintained, right? That, you know, when you said other projects are maintained, it actually painted a picture of something that happened recently to me. Oh, so, please do. Please I explain. had an opportunity mm-hmm. to work during these three months, my short semester. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to mention Sorry, you were cut off just now, she was saying. Uh, yeah, so I got an opportunity to work for three months during mm-hmm. my short semester. Yeah, yeah. But I decided not to do it. And the reason I'll tell you short in a few moments, I'm not going to mention the company name and I'm also not going to mention uh, how I got the job. I'll just give you like a brief context. Mm-hmm. So the job is, you could say a pure professor role. So you have to do 100% research. Okay. The problem is, or actually the scope of the job mm-hmm. is regarding three outlets of the company and they need to make an action plan within a month based on three outlets of the company's data. When you say three outlets of the company, that means it's three different companies or one, com- one company but three? One, three branches basically. Okay, okay. Okay. So okay. for now, if, if it's just that, it's still manageable, but you have to understand it's a distribution company. A distribution company that has uh, involvement with the supply chain and oh. you have to also manage uh, procurement. Documents. Uh-huh. Pro- procurement, procurement. Why is procurement, sorry? Procurement is basically like... Uh, Let's say Family Mart wants to get more of their melon buns. So they need to write a procurement doc, uh, procurement agreement with a supplier. Oh, Tell them, I want this yeah, yeah, quantity yeah. of melon buns. Mm-hmm. Right? So sometimes they don't have to go to a supplier. If they have their fellow branch uh, Family Mart, they can just procure from them. That's what procurement means. Mm-hmm. Like so procurement, distribution, supply chain, all these are like big things. I can see where the complication coming in. So the hypothesis that I'm supposed to prove is, or the hypothesis I'm working with is, how to improve the efficiency in a new store and set a benchmark. Mm -hmm. So it means based on the current three outlets, I have to find the pros and cons, the good and bad, what needs to be changed and what needs, what has been good and needs to be maintained. From three aspects that I mentioned just now, distribution, procurement, and then, uh, what's the other one? I remember these two, distribution, procurement, and mm, no. Okay, those two. Yeah. And I have to give them that data within one month. Okay, uh, help, me, help me understand this thing. Uh, is one month time little or much okay but when you say a normal research right because when uh, when we talk about research paper uh from my understanding uh it usually take time yes when but the but i never really come into like understand how how much time that is needed to do a research but i know it's like at least the sorry the more time you put in invest the more accurate the data the, the more details that the data is going to be so it now that you have a time limit of one month that means you're working with a time crunches, uh, so you time limit, and then 
and plus it seems like because I don't really don't fully understand it seems like the the I the the category that they require you to to understand and do research right is very meticulous but very very in details and very all over the place mm-hmm. oh am I correct am I understanding it correctly yeah you're about that okay so oh so that means one month from from based on just this information one month is actually fucking tight. Yes. Okay, okay. And, yeah. and uh, I, I can't tell you what it's based yeah, on, yeah, yeah. What, what the company does, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it, it involves a large quantity. Their sales is large quantity. Yeah. So when you have large quantity and you relate it to distribution and then, ah, yeah, the third one is actually uh, storage. Uh, oh, okay. Makes sense. Am I cut off? Is my internet here? Yeah, hold on. And I can't hear you. Hello, hello, hello. Yep, I can now. Wait, did you also see or is it just me? I have no idea whether is it me. <laughs> no, no, I, I think I have my internet died. Okay. Hold on, my Discord is just spinning and spinning. They see me rolling, the hating. Thank you for your way. This is Welcome to Chinkat's Podcast 101. I hope you guys are doing well. And, uh. Ah, shit, I don't know how to continue. I don't know how to continue. Please wait. Please wait, call. Uh, our operator will be will, will be with you soon. Please wait for a moment. Hello, welcome to Chinkets Wants to Know podcast. We are having a small technical difficulty. Please, I'm very glad that you're dropping by. Please. Wait a moment while we are trying to fix the issue. Thank you for your patience. Oh, are you back? I think I'm back. <laughs> You're singing very nice, I, I don't know. I don't know how I sound, but it seems okay. Okay. Uh, we are back. We are talking about distribution, storage, and procurement. Actually, the procurement is the first yeah. time I heard, I heard about it. But I roughly know it's like a consignment, but it's not really a consignment because it's it's by its own stores, right? Own outlets. Yeah, it's so, about it's about the same one. Yeah. It just depends on the context. Like, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Please continue. Uh, where did I leave off? Uh, you you mentioned about storage, and then ah yeah. Mm-mm. So. When you have large quantity, right, you need warehouses. Yeah, makes sense. And uh, when it comes to warehousing, you have to also understand that. To talk about efficiency in warehousing, you have to talk about tech and also innovation. And when you're going to set up a new branch and you want to set a benchmark for that branch, then you have to involve how it's going to correlate to your current warehouses and whether it requires additional funding to 
create a new warehouse, facilitate the supply chain. This is very high level discussion. Yes. And to get that answer, whether it's a yes or no, right? It's a very simple answer, but has a huge meaning, which requires basically the company to fund 50,000 to 100,000 new meters to rent the warehouse. Then the staff involving it, you have to hire more staff. It's a big, very big decision. And to make that decision, to make that suggestion in that report requires you to crunch the data. Mm-hmm. And for you to crunch that data, one month is not enough when you have three store, three outlets to basically go through. And yeah, what's up? When, you, when they set a limit of one month, uh... Is, is there a reason for, for them to set a limit for Walmart? Because it seems yeah. like... Okay. Because it seems like it's a very important uh, thing that, is, that, that they are, they are yeah. doing on. But they set a limit of one month on it. I think that is... Does not make sense to me. Yeah. So, let me explain. Huh? So, the reason why I brought this topic up is... Remember you mentioned that you, you wanted to do the new proposal yeah, 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 yeah. already? Oh, so, okay. Mm-hmm. The company actually had multiple projects running. Makes sense, as I read all company out there. But the com- that but this proposal that they were doing, the people involved with it left the company. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So they didn't have enough resources, right? So they didn't have enough assets and resources to work on this project. So they were doing a hiring spree. But the thing is, right, their company took a blow during the flood. Oh, ah, uh, so, okay. So they don't have funding to actually, you know, basically pay for more resources. So they were actually going to pay me as an intern. But the job scope is not an intern. Yeah. It's a full-time researcher role. Yeah. It's a full-time researcher role that actually requires six months minimum for this scope. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can do it faster, you can speed it up, but you need at least two to three months, Yeah. right? Just to collect data would take you at least twenty working twenty yeah. working days Expert. at least a month. That that twenty working days is like the the fastest like efficient way and then it's like you, no no resting, no delay. No resting, no slacking, no and delay you, you and then basically you know. crunch. Yeah. Right? But the problem, right, even if I was given twenty days, you know why I wouldn't have taken the job still? You know why I still declined? Because I was gonna solo it. Oh you're gonna do if this? I Exactly. If oh, I accepted the job, exactly. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. I was going to accept the job solo, and my 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 major is not even a research. My major is actually more on the technical side, practical marketing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Even though I know research-based methodologies, uh, that is based on a very it's a bachelor level uh, knowledge, mm-hmm. and what the research requires in the job scope is PhD level, basically case study level, mm-hmm. right? Even though I know what it involves, doesn't mean I can actually give the result that the company wants, right? I can just take the job and say, they're going to pay me anyway and work for a few months, but I would lose my reputation. Yeah. So I didn't want to take the job. But the reason why I brought it up is because when you have multiple projects running, you lose employees and then you have to still work on it because they are going to open a branch anyway. Then you're kind of like, I do now. <laughs> Pulling on straws, you know, you just don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. So I was like a last resort for them, honestly. I wasn't really the first choice. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's, that means, yeah. okay. 
Because if they could, right, they should have hired a professional for it. They would have yeah. hired uh, at least someone with a six months to one year experience in this field of research. Hmm. Maybe the budget and time constraint. It, I don't think about the, the time. Is there a time? I don't see there's time constraint here though. For now, no. The the reason why they needed the data in one month is because they're going to. They were planning to do a launch of the next branch within the end of the year. Oh, so if I'm able to get the the yes and no, I get the answers right now. I know what can I do better for the money. Expert. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see now. Everything. All the all the projects are like fucking linked. Yeah. So like, when when this project this this project becomes critical for the next action plan, and then you're like, you basically have to crunch the time because you're given you're given a deadline by not your own boss by the boss's boss. You're fucking you're dealing with the uh, shareholders. Yeah. Right? yeah. 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 They're dealing oh, with the founders and shareholders. I get what you mean. They said that we're going to open a branch and you have to do something about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. yeah. Uh, the the. At this, I, I, I understand this already. I experienced this when I, when I was in this company for uh, early this uh, early January, early, early this year, January of this year. And we, we were actually quite busy on, on a lot of things uh, like, like the ongoing projects. We actually have like lines up, streamline of things that we want to do. We are, we are handling with IT to create, like, get API with other, other companies so that we can make our uh, uh, stuff more more chunky, more user friendly. Um, <laughs> then suddenly the CEO come back. <laughs> CEO come back and say, "We want to. We, uh, we actually choose one. This date very good already. We just choose this date. We're going to launch an uh, NFT project." <laughs> no, we are like we 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 who what huh yeah. <laughs> I, I fucking understand that. I, I fucking relate to that, man. What the- <laughs> and then, and then, it's like we, we, uh, and then because the CEO, I mean, the the high level, the the management level cannot say no. I mean, or rather, I don't know how they, how they how they uh react to it. They say, oh, well, that's a good idea or something like that. And then when it come back to us, when we discuss about it, it's like, actually, I have no idea what they. Are. I actually don't know yeah. <laughs> what's going on. And then uh, we we uh. He he will reach out to us and say, "Do we have anything to add on so that we can like when we do presentation, we can add, tell more stories and stuff like that?" So it's like, I I can't help you, man. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I you, you haven't sell me the idea. You want me to bring you the idea? I, I I'm, I it's it's more chaos. It's it's more chaotic than I thought it's gonna be. Because I thought like corporate has like, if the 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 the, the top top people share that idea. There's a concept. There's a there's a intention behind the idea, but this yeah. this that that's what I thought. That means that uh, after he shared the idea, the intention behind the idea, and why he wanted to do this, then we are executed. That is what I'm picturing, but that's not the case. <laughs> no, but, so it's just idea no. because it's trending, because mm-hmm. the 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 metaverse is here, and then we want to write the trend, and then now now uh, at this stage uh, we already finish. Uh, we already have the launch and already like events coming out already. And now we don't have enough map out there to realistic. <laughs> so we just we just left it there. <laughs> so questionable sometimes. Yeah. You see, if you work in a startup environment, you there's two two main things that are involved how this can be this situation is prevented in a startup environment. In a startup environment, you're working with a lot less 
employees, so you're a lot close with the higher management, mm-hmm. basically your bosses. But yeah. you're usually directly involved with your founders. Also. Mm-hmm. Even big startups like Faith, you would be actually talking directly to the CEO, uh, like Chin, uh, Chen Chao or something, mm-hmm. the CTO and whatnot. You'd be very close with them, even though your boss, your boss is not them, right? The reason is because it's a very horizontal structure. Mm-hmm. Everyone is sitting next to each other, literally in the office. Sometimes your boss, your boss's boss is right in front of you. And uh, when you have big meetings or town halls, your bosses are the ones speaking about their intentions and plans and goals mm-hmm. and the company's uh, future, short-term, long-term or mid-term goals. Mm-hmm. So that's the first situation to avoid. Or the first thing that startups do that to avoid is the second thing is right uh, when you do proposals, right? There are the boss takes accountability. The startup, basically, the founders of the startups, they take accountability for their ideas because it directly influences the valuation of their company in the early stages, which yeah. affects whether they get funding or not. Yep. So it's fucking critical. So when they say that they want this done, right? Even if they like at first they don't say explain their reasons or intentions or anything. If they if they notice that the work is not getting done because of them, right? They would fix it. They would come all the way down to the lowest level and make sure everything is running. Mm-hmm. If the if that type of founder is there, mm-hmm. usually this is the this is the proper mindset of a startup founder. So these two things are usually there to avoid basically the mishap of how you know overextending your ideas, Basically, I would say this is an overextension because like the founder in your case, did not properly assess the capability of the workforce. Mm-hmm. And even if he did, he took it, took it for granted that the company should just do it anyway because he feels this is the best for the company. It's a very selfish action, I, I would say. Like, but then again, this topic, I've always run this topic by other people. Some of them are actually bosses themselves, mm-hmm. and they do make a point also that please do because I believe they have the reason why they want to do this because it's not like just anyhow. I don't I don't believe it's like anyhow because I want to do this with no reason yeah. because I want to follow the trend. I think that is a very very fucking lame reason. I yep. believe there's a very strong reason behind it so that that maybe they did not the, the message did not convey down the the chain of chain of comments. So yeah. the, the bottom one is like, what the fuck we are doing this? But the, the management is like, no, like 25%. The, the higher management, no 50%. <laughs> then the 100% yeah. guy maybe did not like convey, finish the, the whole message. Huh? So I believe that's the case. So that's why yeah. I, I understand I don't, I don't blame anyone. I just know that. It's uh, a problem, right? Yeah, I just know it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. So um, from the flip side of the situation is, Let's say I give you a I can I paint you a scenario. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say your company is in a deficit mm. in terms of their bank statements. Yeah. If they're in a deficit, they can't pay off their loans. Mm-hmm. Based on they can't yeah, pay yeah. their rent for the, the company building, and uh, they need to recover the deficit within basically six months to one year. Yep. Right. When they're involved in this type of deficit, usually they need to have an action plan to recover it. Yeah. Usually these action plans take take precedence over other projects. Mm-hmm. So when the situation occurs in a bureaucratic 
bureaucratic situation, mm-hmm. right? Where you're in a where your structure of the company is very like a lot of different chain of command mm-hmm. you have to go through, right? The boss can only do one thing. He can only pass down the instruction that we are in a deficit. Okay, my solution to this is you create a new project that is to basically accelerate sales, for example. He didn't say how to accelerate sales. He didn't say the method. He just said that the objective of this new project is to accelerate sales and mm-hmm. it has to be done within this time frame. Or not, you'll be losing a lot of money. The reason he has to do that is because he can't go all the way every level of the company to explain this. And he can't go every level of the company to find someone to do the job. Yep. That's that. If he does that, it, it takes out his responsibility as a boss. He's the visionary. He is the he's the one who overlooks the company. He's not the one who does the hard labor. Yep. That's why he hired people to do it. And uh, it's obvious that along the way of traveling, uh, sending the information down, mm-hmm. some of the details will be lost. Some people will just forget the reason behind the objective. But as long as they execute the project, the result will be their company will not be in deficit. Yes, that's, that's, the, that's, that's, that's the intention. That if the result came, yes, that's expected. Yep. Yep. And if the project fails, they lose time and energy. But the deficit is still present. So all the boss has to do is project fail, do it again. Or do a new project that will fix the situation. He has to keep doing it until the deficit is gone. Mm-hmm. But you notice that if he's going to be deficit, right? He says that it's a projection. In six months, if you continue with this progress, then you'll be in the deficit and we have to recover it before the six months happens. So it's based on projected data. Mm-hmm. So bosses and founders and co-founders, they all deal with this type of information where lower employees do not have it because it doesn't, it doesn't affect them. It honestly doesn't affect them. That's why Actually, uh, bosses couldn't care less <coughs> about explaining the intention. Yeah, and um, how, let me put it this way: it actually affect them, but not directly, not like yeah. straight directly. It affect them because if the company is, is not doing well, and eventually it's like funding not enough, they will eventually cut off employees at the especially of the bottom levels. And um, but I get what you mean when you say like the the it, sometimes the I mean sorry the. The, especially in the CEO levels, the C suits uh, managements, and they are, they because they have responsibilities like not just managing and set the expectation and goals for the company. They still have others responsibilities, responsibilities to to handle. So that's why they hire <laughs> they hire people to come and ha- run their company, right? I mean, or yep. at least execute the plans that, that they they come. So, but they can't really sit down and. Hey, let me talk to you about this idea of mine. If you try yeah, imagine if, if they sit down and to every single employee or, or every single meeting I try to sell you this this idea, they're not doing that. They're not doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, it's good for the employee employees to to understand like to be in to do work with the the to buy your ideas and start working hard for you. Mm-hmm. But that means, but at the same time, you are neglecting your job already. Yeah. I think our responsibilities. So, yeah, <laughs> it's a tough situation. It now, is. But it the is. most, the most that 
that's why it's very important to have a good if you're in a corporate situation it's mm-hmm. very important to have a good HR department so HR that department. hire people yeah human resources mm-hmm. so they hire talent that actually suits the company's uh, work working staff okay so mm-hmm. when the when they hire someone they should be able to confident when they give the task to them even if he doesn't understand the situation he should be able to do the work or if he's the type that needs to be able to understand the situation he, they need to place him in a certain work area where he gets the information then he is able to work mm-hmm. so it's important to distribute your task smart not not in a way that keeps people from not working Uh, makes people work reluctantly. That's inefficient. That doesn't bring out the doesn't bring out the person to do work hard in the company. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. In my perspective, it's a very big picture, but certain segments of the big picture, if you focus on them, eventually you can just solve the whole problem. What What do you think that's um? Okay, just now you did mention about one of the uh, solution is to have a good HR, right? Mm-hmm. One of the reason, uh, one of the, the solutions to good have good HR. Then besides a good HR, what what do you think that company needs to to mitigate this particular issue? Or would you suggest having a good HR, hence leading to uh employ um uh, like employees that fits into the co- company culture that able to runs, uh run whatever project that comes in. Uh, smoothly, then already settle everything. It's one solution. Sometimes it has to be backed with good management, uh, good management style. Mm-hmm. That one HR can't do anything because HR is only about finding talent. Yeah. So management style is also a way of bringing out your employees. Um, mm, sure, sure, sure. Basically, work working energy lah. But then again, there are many ways to uh, solve this issue. The issue at hand is more about execution of tasks with limited resources. Mm-hmm. So execution of tasks with limited resources means you need to be able to hire people who can work in those type of crunch periods. And uh, usually these people don't stay with the company for long because benefits are not good enough or they're just not the type of people who like to work in a constricted environment. That's why they these days people do contracts. They do they hire people based on contracts to just finish one part of the problem in the company, and they don't give them full time jobs. That's a popular way of doing it because that employee under contract doesn't have to suit the company's work style or management style. He just needs to fix the problem and then he. But if he's actually very good and suits the company, HR will try to poach him. Which makes sense. It's kind of like a trial period, lah. Like a yeah. like the trial 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 period for a product. <laughs> yeah, but, but I, it has to be paid well, lah. Mm, Even mm. in the trial period, it has to be paid well, and he gets poached, right? He has to get paid more when he, he has to get paid more than his contract, or at least the same. Yeah. Sometimes that's very expensive in the long run. But it gets yours. Yeah, I mean, because everything took you on. You need to talk about budget. You need to talk about our eye. You need to talk about. <laughs> yep. So yeah, I I see where this going. Because at first I was thinking like, actually, if you're able to find someone who is who is able to fit your company, 
like culture and able to they, they are willing and they are willing to uh, they have the capabilities on uh, executing uh, plans in your company I think that's a huge huge plus to your company so uh, paying extra for 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 this employee is actually a good choice I mean for me how the moment the moment I think about that the another thought came out is like uh, budgeting <laughs> budgeting uh, talking because expenses is still still expenses for a company so that immediately is like <laughs> slap me in the face already yeah budgeting is always a big problem for any company whether mm-hmm. you're small medium or big corporate or startup like there are, there's always been the case where someone is a very good fit for the company super good fit but he has so much experience that like let's say he has five years experience but then like you have to pay him like seven k per month that's considered little for someone with five years experience yeah. but if you have to pay him that much and your company is actually cannot afford him then unfortunate you have to hire someone that is lower lower quality per se yeah. for a lot lower price just to get the job done. Yep, which makes sense. Oh. It's quite it's quite straightforward like that. Well, like if we have this limited fund and then but your asking price is too high and then we cannot negotiate, then thank you for your thank you for this opportunity, though. <laughs> yeah, because the uh, interest on both sides, the employee, the person, potential employer has his interest to yep. protect. The mm-hmm. company has their own interest in the tax. So mm-hmm. It's a dynamic situation where it's always a trial and error. So yep. you have to keep trying on both sides. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Uh, now that I really get into the corporate environment, I think I talked to you, talk to you before I already projected myself I won't be enjoying a corporate environment. <laughs> I did talk to you about this, right? Yeah, a few times. And then it, it, before I entered this company. Before you talk, even after you talk, you're like, I was yeah. correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did I tell you about this? Before? Yeah, yeah. I forget. I, but I remember I had this conversation with you. I, but I forget the forget the whole conversation. Like roughly feel got it. So yeah, I very clear to me is like, no, no. But sometimes, sometimes when you project something, right, you're imagining something, but the reality is different. Mm-hmm. Which happens from time to time, I'm I'm sure. Uh, so this time it's like what I'm projecting because I I feel like my my behave my my patterns and the the does not fit the uh what's the corporate corporate company's uh culture. And when I join in, I actually did not come to my mind that it's a corporate. But the moment I join in, it's like oh actually there's hundred over employee and stuff like that. Then oh it's a yeah. fucking corporate. And then there's the SOPs and all. It's like it's tiring me out. And then it's like when you want to ask for, like, if I want to ask a question or ask ask this person to do a small task, I need to issue a ticket so that we. I need to send him a ticket. Only he this simple task will be done. It's like, I can just go. I can just go over there and and the thing is just right in front of me. I can just take. <laughs> well, I need to issue a fucking ticket just to just then only he will bring this thing to me. I cannot compute like this. This, <laughs> this, this so many excessive move. So just to get something right. Yes. Dude, just to get my comp- like, my previous uh previous company just to get my company laptop changed right because I had to do uh 
had to do a Windows testing, right? Yeah. I had the guy, the IT guy who does the change is next to me. Uh-huh. My table is here. His table uh-huh. is here. Yeah. He, I asked him, bro, I need to change laptop. Do you have any other laptops I can use to do because I need to test the app? He's like, oh, can you please go to the company portal and then make a request? And I'm like, but the, then in front of him, in front of him is a storeroom. In front of him is a storeroom where you open the laptop is there. Legit, he's next to me. The last storeroom is in front of him. Like, nani? I'm like, okay, company policy, what to do? But Go it, and click the button. But but it makes sense in the sense it makes sense to me because like they still need to follow SOP because they can track what is going on, like how many items going out, how many items coming in. And if yeah. I pass through this person, do, does he break the stuff? So I understand, but I don't want, I don't want this experience. This is, yeah. this is torturing for me. <laughs> it's torturing yeah. for me. So uh, it's like you understand, but you, you, the heart and the heart and the left and right, right brain fighting each other, basically. <laughs> it's yeah. very interesting. So that's one thing that I noticed. Uh. So, yeah, I... Oh, did I update you? I'm actually quitting. I already tendered my resignation letter. So far, I didn't know. Yeah, now, now, let me, you know. I'm going to leave next month, middle of next month. Have you got a job already? No, no. No. Then why you tender your resignation? I... uh, All this while, I've been trying to um, educate... Educate my 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 no my superior no sorry my superior is on the same page with me. He also tried to edu- educate the the higher up on the marketing. When we okay, I want to ask okay. you what is marketing and what is sales. Is it the same thing? I think we had this discussion Ma- also before. Yeah, we did. Uh, marketing facilitate facilitates sales, or it's more like a booster. Like yes. you know, you play Valorant, right? Yes. Brimstone is just throws a steam beacon, right? Yeah. So marketing is a steam beacon for. But it's not so. Sub- but marketing is like the steam beacon cannot directly kill someone. It deals no, no fucking damage. It boosts yeah. your it boosts your strength. So that's yeah. that's my understanding of marketing as well. Yeah. Uh, but when the moment I get inside, uh, because we are required to do we are required to hit a, a monthly like whatever well, we project right because of pre previous what 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 we had in here. This is like what you said, oh, we need to reach a certain target so that we can get out of deficit or something. Our growth, company growth. Mm-hmm. So we, the digital marketing side, the the social media have to do sales as well. So we actually come up with a few good plans, which is which is very good. Uh, but it, it's it's labor intensive. It's you need to it sets away the time for from us to do marketing or creative mm-hmm. at all. So yeah. I, I I've been trying the, the the reason I come to this company is because I I I want to apply my knowledge in content creation. I want to apply my knowledge in um uh, editing into this company. That's why I, I at the moment I enter I ask my superior I want to use my 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 what's that uh, my talent to in this company and see where where how can I go. At the moment I enter. <laughs> Nothing I can use. Nothing, right? Nothing I can use. So I was like, why am I here? And then I, I was trying to... You know, you meeting, I speak out and all. Uh, but at the end, sales, numbers. 
ROI. What's the what? How much are we are we putting in? How much are we getting out? The projection? Do we have it? That that immediately slapped me in the face. Like I did not do. I don't have much data so that I can share that. Let them know. Actually, there's no data on marketing. Um, sorry, I I I don't have the data on how how successful is like if we do soft soft selling, if we do uh branding, if we do marketing, it's not not on hard sales. Um, uh, what's it? Visuals and market. Concord, the mark, their, mark, their type of marketing is going to benefit. It's going to be beneficial the brand and the and the company for the long run. I in the short term definitely going to receive a blow one because less. Yeah, it's, it's pure cost. Yes. Yes. Short term is pure cost. Yes. So I can't explain that to him because all 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 we want at at this moment is sales, 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 sales. So I've been trying to convey that for. Three, four, four months, and then the fifth month, I was like, "Nah, I can't, I can't see, I can't see any changes here." And I'm not willing to put in extra effort to, to, to go out and search for data, go and just to come up proposal, and try to sell you again. So I was like, "Nah, nah, I'm out." Yeah, but it's safer to have gotten an offer letter before you left. Your chinket act, act very impulsive. You understand that? I know. I keep telling you. I keep advising you against that. You can't change a person. No. I that can't. But I mean, I mean, I, because for me, I understand. I understand that concept. It makes sense because my my parents, especially my my brother and my mother, is like, you haven't get a job, but you left already. What the fuck? So I I understand. I totally get it. I don't know that brain or right brain. Get it. But this, this, this portion, this another the the main chinket, the main chinket, not the side chinket, the main chinket who is what an emotional one. No, it's like you you already uh understand that this this is not what you came here for. So why are you still wasting time here? So immediately just 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 like that. <laughs> so okay, my my father does the same, uh, but he's a bit smarter. Because he got connections, right? So he calls a few people. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know I'm leaving soon. Right? <laughs> They're like, huh? You been with the company? So yeah, I finished my I, whatever I came to do. I did it. I think he, I, I, not shipping, you know, huh? I think you told me before, and then he. I don't know whether you can share this, but I, I remember he, he told me about uh, he because someone fucked him, fucks him up. Yeah, 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 politics. Yeah. Yeah, and then he he just nope. And it's fucking cool. I remember you. I I don't. I forget the story, but I remember he's fucking cool. <laughs> yep, yep. That's so cool. He just said he just gave everyone the middle finger and just didn't turn up in the office. He didn't even tender his resignation. Well, that's politics, man. Uh, can can we, can we touch about that? It's like not 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 touch about politics, but about about politics. Uh, politics. It's like is politics in um. In corporate avoidable, or is it necessary? Uh, because, it's because, yeah, because I, I think I'm approaching this, this subject very, very badly because I do, I don't understand it, so I'm trying okay. to I'm trying my way to slowly ease in now. So because from my point of view, politics is shitty. It's like it's very bad. It's like only causes shitty stuff, and because of Human greed, like let's say, I want because human is always for themselves first, ma. 
then only for whatever whatever reason they are doing that for. Uh, so I always put myself first before other people. Hence I hence I I know you. If you are going to uh, if I want to fight this position with you, I will make you drop or I will make myself more stand out so that I can get the promotion or something like that. So that. That cause that is is that considered politic? That's 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 more like human. That's like inter company personnel politics. Or it's like between people in the company, there is uh, let's say strife. There's a problem in personal interest, mm. right? Mm. On a higher level, it's like what my dad went through. On a lower level, what he said is also applicable mm. to politics per se, lah. Politics are very uh, gen. It's like a very vast yeah, a, thing, you know, that means. Yeah. So, to give a bit of context, uh, on, uh no, a bit of knowledge on what politics means mm-hmm. in the work environment. Uh, it revolves around interests of individuals and interests of parties. Means it could be more than one individual in a certain party mm-hmm. that have a collective interest. Okay. It's like it's for okay. Uh, before we go on, uh, so let me try to understand this first. Uh. so my interests, let's say, uh, my interests versus, um, a group of like maybe two or three or four people with the same interests. Yeah, it okay, could okay. be that, or it could be individual to individual, party to party. Like, it, okay. it can be in any form. The mm. number of people you just need to understand that. You need to understand that. People have a certain affiliation. Mm-hmm. Okay, like example, if you play an MMORPG, say my guild is yep, this guild. Yep, yep, yep. So like, as long as you're in that guild, you have certain interests that align with the guild members. Yep. So when another guild comes in the picture, their interests automatically are not aligned with you because they're not part of the guild. Yep. Right? Let's say you want to go for hunting resources in a certain uh, dungeon, for mm-hmm. example. And uh, if both of you arrive at the same dungeon, you're two different guilds. Even if your friend is there, you're two different guilds and you're fighting for your own interests. So that's when a fight happens. Mm-hmm. Um, in, I didn't study political science, but in political science, you would learn the bigger picture of things when it comes to politics, where it revolves around the interests of individuals and organizations and how they conflict with each other. And then there is the restoration part or mediation part of how to basically make sure both parties get their interests or how they mm-hmm. burn bridges between each other and then they just lose uh, any it, allies or any friends in that situation. Is it possible? I mean, from what just now what you said, right? Uh, my understanding is like that. So there's a there's a chance for these two uh, parties able to like share Ally. same same interests. Oh, actually, or they could just or they could just become over. enemies for life. I never actually touched this subject before because mm-hmm. since since small my, my my parents actually like forbid forbid us from touching <laughs> politics. So mm-hmm. this is actually very new to me. And then it's because like as everything new to Jinka is I wanted to know more. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's part of small interest. Um I think I want to the next thing I want to uh, find out is Maybe find a person who, who knows about political science and then I want to ask him or her about this every day. <laughs> yeah, I, political science is very interesting, but it it, ha- it revolves around a lot of history learning and history. a lot of background research. You have to know individuals' backgrounds thoroughly 
and you also need to know organizations, background story. Political science is very important when it comes to mediation, especially. So let's say you want to be a representative for certain organizations or companies, then you need to. You don't need. You need PR training, yes, but you need political science to be politically correct in the situations so that you don't lose the interest of the organization you're representing. So it's an important uh, job as well, you know, because you are car- you are you are, you are the face of the company. Yes, you're the face of the company. So um, that's just the general meaning of mm-hmm. politics. It all revolves around that the interest, personal interest of the person or organization. In the work environment, I wouldn't say it's simple uh, because in my term, simple is basically the interest of me against my neighbor. Mm-hmm. That's like the lowest level for me. Mm-hmm. For example, my, my tree is extending over the fence of my neighbor. Mm-hmm. Then the neighbor fights me for it. It's against my interests. The third person who's viewing the situation would say that they have a problem. The fourth person who's viewing the situation would say, see, I don't like politics. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Thank you for painting right? a picture, it, but I see, I see it now. <laughs> you see it, right? It's yeah. a fucking low-level situation, but it, it, gets the, it gets us moving on understanding. It's just a simple like tree over the fence. But in the work environment, it revolves around financials, also uh, promotions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But there is also a much bigger picture to paint, which is, are, is your interest aligned with the company or is your interest not aligned with the company? Mm, is for it example, just selfish reasons that are my personal gains instead of for the... Okay. Yep, exactly. For example, this has happened a lot. You are a PwC accountant. So what, what's, what's a PwC? Private. PwC is uh no 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 PwC is the company name. Yeah, it's one of the big four. Okay, big four. I understand. Firms. Okay, continue. So let's say you, you a PwC accountant goes to uh the other what's name another big four? Deloitte. Ah, Deloitte. Let's say a PwC accountant goes to its competitor, which is Deloitte, right? That means he has betrayed the interest of the company for a better company, right? When you say go, uh, it's like 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 uh, leave the company and go to. Yeah, he got poached by the law. Okay, okay, yep. Mm-hmm. So in that type of situation, of course, everyone would call that person betrayer. They would call him like you are jumping, jumping, jumping uh, ship, basically. Mm-hmm. But in a bigger perspective. The company's interest of PwC, is it detained or is it going to leave uh, any loose ends? For example, let's say he was in a project that is also leaving PwC to go for Deloitte. Let's say... Hold on, hold on. I, I, I'm trying to digest here. He is project, he's in a project to leave uh, PwC to Deloitte. Sorry, the, the last part I don't I don't understand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're Nestle. Yeah. Nestle is doing its financials with PwC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The person in charge is let's say uh, CK or Chinke. Okay. Yeah. CK. Mm-hmm. 
you're the accountant with PwC handling this project. Yes, PwC Jinka. Mm-hmm. Okay. Deloitte comes over to you and mm-hmm. says, if you can convince Nestle to come to us, we will give you a 50% bonus. Okay. And uh, 20% increment. Okay. And you will have your own office and you have company car mm-hmm. and it will give you a loan for your house. Okay, makes sense. Okay, now I have picture it. Yep. So, he convinces Nestle, he convinces, uh, Chinket convinces Nestle to leave PwC for Deloitte under the ter- under better terms that Deloitte is giving to them. And he also becomes the project manager for that under Deloitte and just betray- basically betrays PwC for Deloitte. This is a very real situation and it is also part of politics. I, I don't think I understand politics enough to, to know why this is under politics. Because so it's revolving around three big companies. So all three of their interests mm-hmm. are supposed to be in line, but one person wants the bigger chunk. But if that case doesn't, Deloitte should not offer this to 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 Jinket. No, no, to to Jinket so that Jinket will convince Nestle to bring to Deloitte, ma. Isn't mm-hmm. so, oh so that's why you say this is the three issue uh, three pro three uh yeah involved. so PwC yes PwC Deloitte and then Nestle these yeah. are the big three companies yep. involved. You are just a pawn in this situation. Yep. So so yeah. basically, it's it's a fight between uh, PwC and Deloitte lah, from what I can see. Yeah. And then exactly. because Chinget is holding the power of like uh, Nestle in a sense because Nestle is under me, and Deloitte mm-hmm. obviously want this customer, but yeah. is it is is it's a it's not an ethical thing to do to just go it's right, not. but it happens, is it? It happens. Okay, so that's why. Okay. Yep. I see. Okay. So that's why I started off the topic by saying if you were to have left PwC or an accountant left PwC mm-hmm. and the people say that you are going to Deloitte, you know, you're betraying PwC. Mm-hmm. No, it's not good. You're going from one accounting firm to another. You have to understand that is it is he doing that because of company interest? Is it betraying the company interest or is he just going for personal interest? Yeah, if let's say for personal interest, for my example, is like I don't like the culture in let's say for PwC, yes. then I choose mm-hmm. to resign, like cut cut ties, and then I jump over. Yes, that one is personal interest. Which eh, sorry, that eh? yeah, it's personal interest. Personal interest, but if that case, it's the same if, for personal interest, right? It's the same thing as because the law offer me good good no, thing. No, 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 oh, is no, it not? No, if why would you leave PwC? Deloitte if it's because of company culture because that is under the assumption that you don't have a offer, offer from Deloitte no no okay what, what, uh, what, what oh, okay because what I want to say you, sorry uh, okay. no no you go first no because what uh, I'm trying to understand like personal interest like the, the, the current this word personal interest because like I think I I'm, I I got confused with that word so my Chinket uh, Chinket is under PwC and I have Nestle Mark currently and then because I got better offer I got a very huge fucking offer huge deal that can change my fucking life there is personal interest man, not me? no because if the requirement for Deloitte to accept you is to bring Nestle then that is not that it becomes uh, that becomes 
Delight's interest. Delight's. Oh, 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 okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. on the same page. Okay, good. Because if the other example is you leave PwC because you don't like the culture, yeah. But if you leave PwC because you don't like the culture, you cannot bring over your clients. Yeah, that one makes sense. Because yeah. it's, it's PwC being your client. Sorry, no, it's yes. PwC being your client. Uh, all that would happen is they would send a different project manager to take over the project and you would leave with Deloitte. Yep. That, that one, is fine. That one is from, I mean, it's, it's, for me, it's understandable. It's like you already leave yes. the company. You help this, this company, PwC company's client. Does that make yep. sense? You just bring it over. Yeah, okay. Yes. But in a personal interest perspective, it's not political. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't revolve around multiple parties or groups of entities. Uh, it doesn't revolve around entities who are big enough to make a problem out of the situation. Mm-hmm. It's just you as an individual yeah. seeking out your own preferences. Yeah. That is not politics. That is just personal yeah. interest. Yeah. But the other example was a political situation where it involves a huge organization's interest. And it also revolves yeah, around yeah. a bigger picture where you don't know the history behind, uh, behind Deloitte and PwC. Or you don't know how much money Nestle is actually paying for their financials to be done. It could be a fucking multi-million dollar contract that PwC has, but just because of one word from Deloitte to you, you that whole, that big contract went to Deloitte instead. Damn. The amount of money Deloitte makes the PwC is a fucking big yeah. problem. Yeah, that's why it becomes a political problem. How did the gunners settle that is, this? If they guess. And they, they, that's no, going to be. Usually a, gone. They usually go to court. Yeah, because uh, what, the what, in that situation will be fucking lawsuit filed out. Right, right, right. That, that's what I'm. That's what yeah. I'm picturing. It's like because it's fucking unethical. I don't know. Uh, it's it's not. Uh, it's I don't know whether it's I didn't study a law, but I I think that it's not uh, not abiding the law that you just signly correct people. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. If you you usually sign an NDA, what non disclosure? Yeah, you know, sure you sign another agreement where you cannot. Bring out any uh, company information. Company yeah, yeah, yeah. Which selling out PwC's client is also one one problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but that, there are some ways to go around it. You never know. Like, it has happened in history. Yeah, that, let's let's not dive into that, lah. I think that that's that's whew, enough enough that topic for me. I think it just is is a good starter for me to to understand what politics are because I never really had this. Uh, Conversation with for politics, uh, for, sorry, we are talking about company politics, in uh, in a conversation before, so. Ooh, interesting. My dad has been through both company politics and actual like, Barisa National and other oh. Malaysian political groups causing him problems. I don't think you want to share it here. I think I've told you, but I don't think I, it's a good idea to give out names, lah. Yeah, let's not let's not go into that. Let's not maybe privately we can we can just talk about them, but not not recording lah. So nah, ladies and gentlemen, we can't hear this. Uh, just just <laughs> <laughs> you gotta skip this. We're gonna we gonna skip this. So uh, bring this out of out of here out of corporation or, uh, oh yeah, I remember this. I think I asked you I asked you before about bearded Deku. So uh, that yeah. suddenly changed our topic. This come to anime idea. <laughs> Yeah, of the topic. Yes, I've been I've been wanting to ask you about this. Your bearded deco. I, I asked you before, and I remember you told me something, but I don't recall. And mm-hmm. I remember uh, because your previous Discord picture. Let me let me 
Yeah, previous Discord picture is supposed to be a bearded Deku, but now gone already. Now it's because. <laughs> you have it, is it? Now it's become what? I can't see. Now it's a buff Deku. Buff? How is it buff? It's like. Vast. Vast. <laughs> Was. <laughs> Swimmer body lah. Ah, okay. Still, he looks cool though. Is it? Okay. Uh, Zion, this, this one is Zion did, you know? Is it? Yeah. Okay, do, do you, do you yeah, have a do you have a full do you have a full picture so that I can have a look? Hey, let me look. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, while you're looking, right? Why is the, why is it about Deku that that captivated you so much? It's like, huh. uh, is it because he's an underdog, underdog, and then it's like because it's the pocket protagonist who grind from zero to to a hit where he yeah. stands. <laughs> Uh, actually no, it's a lot simpler. Oh, I just want what he has. The he power. had no, not power. Go on. He had the. He had the grind in him. When he didn't have a quark, right? When mm -hmm. before yeah. All Might gave him, even after the doctor told him that he will be quarkless, right? He will not be able to have powers. He should not become a hero. Despite all that, he persevered and still wanted to be a hero. I want basically that quality. That's the quality of him that I basically envy. Let, let, me, let me put it this way. That is the quality that you want, you are striving for. Yeah. Striving for. I, I, I won't encourage you to envy here because envy is like you see but you don't want, you, you are not it's just, oh, it's good to have. But I feel like you are more towards like, I'm working towards that. I don't know how, I don't know, I don't know what's the way, I don't know my action plan. I'm quite blur, but I'm still working towards it. That, that's how I feel, the, the energy I pick up from you. Uh. Okay, please continue. Uh, so so that's, that's all? Oh, but no, I, so so I, th I, think, I think that one itself is actually a very huge reason that why you would like a character, but you yeah. said there's more. Go on. Uh, more in the sense that that began my infatuation for Deku. Mm -hmm. So the more the more powerful he became through his struggles, made me more of a fan for him. Mm -hmm. And I'm a person who prefers a beard. I love beard. I, I go. I've never actually fully shaven without a reason, you know, mm -hmm. like skin or something. But other than that, I've always had a beard, and I love men who have beard also. Then you don't love when me, Hey, I've always told you that I love you. you no, you, 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 yeah, see, I already like minus <laughs> minus five points because you don't have beard. No, no, no. It's like it's like it's like you you were at negative five uh, uh, affection level. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like debuff, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> like every time you see Jake, don't have beard again. Negative five affection. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing on a on a what's a handicap, you know? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it shows how good you are, bro. Despite that handicap, you yeah. still fucking one thousand affection. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, continue. Is it, uh, you like the bearded, bearded person? Yeah. So I just put two together, lah. I I love Deku. I love beard. So I wanted to see Deku with the beard. Okay, let me ask you. When you say you love, actually, because I, I. I never really grew up because I think it's because of genes that Chinese can't really grow a, a, a very nice beard. But I see those those old Chinese movies right that can grow like beard like you know the Sifu Sifu can do this right, right? Long, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I was thinking I want like something like that. Yeah. Oh, actually that, that, that that's that's a 
if I can grow something like that, I'm so fucking happy. I was thinking I want to grow something like you know the western because I see that whoa very changi one right sorry not changi the, the Wolverine one is it? yeah <laughs> yeah because I was picturing that because I want that so when yeah. I grow out right it's like rumput <laughs> it's like yeah. wild grass and then like my uh that when I was working is uh this uh what's that uh? What do you call that again? On my previous company, Sweat Image International, Image uh, Image Consultant, Image Consultant, they really care about their image, right? <laughs> See me go out here, like so what the fuck are you doing, bro? Shave it off, <laughs> keep it clean. I was like, ah, I understand, but it's 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 a it's a small thing that I like. Ah, why I don't have it? Why I don't have? So I always envy like people who is able to grow a beard, uh, uh mustache. My one is like meh. <laughs> you sometimes you have it or you don't have it, but it is what it is. You, you know, you know. I have, I heard this this thing from my dad. I think it's yeah, it's my dad. My dad said if you want to grow a beard or mustache, right, you just uh, pour, uh every night you go uh sapu. I said uh, alcohol on on your on your mustache and and beard. I I mean I just hear I just hear it because I have no idea how that works. <laughs> it's just basic. The proven, the proven method is you just continuously shave. So shave until it automatically grows. Uh, yeah. Bomb. Okay. Yeah, my friend did that for his chest hair. Oh no, more like my brother's friend did that for his chest hair when he was young. Is that he saw his dad had a lot of chest hair and back hair? And he's like, oh, I want that also. So then he dad, his dad said, like, oh, then you just peel the hair, lah. So what he did was he used to take like cellophane tape. Uh-huh. But, Seven so enough strong man. When he was a kid, ma. Uh, when he grew older, he got the patch, you know, white uh, patch. <laughs> and next week, right, all the hair come out. What? That's fast. Okay, okay, but, but, next week, but, but, but over I get, time, I get. it a lot, uh, hmm, Interesting. I mean, people's yeah. people's interest in in stuff is very very weird. But that's but yeah. weird is good because you have a goal in life in the sense. <laughs> <laughs> even even weird goals is also a goal, right? <laughs> true, true. Oh yeah, but speaking the of hair thing is a bit weird though. That's why I say it's weird. But but I, I who am I to judge? Because I things that things that I want also if I if I put in different perspective was also quite weird. Right. Mm-hmm. So I want to travel around Malaysia with a bike. It's not a common it's not normal people want to do, right? You still did it. That was fun. I have not done it yet, but I wanted to. No, I have not done. I remember at Sweet Link's birthday, you told me you were going to do. I was going to do, but I don't have the financial to do it. I haven't bought a bike. I, I, I already have the license. That time I don't have a license. I get a license. Then I am envisioning myself uh, with... I didn't plan that far ahead. Uh. That's I was I was envisioning myself able to find myself like uh, a bike and then just go for it. Uh, but I'm picturing right now with my current state I think not in the near future not in the near future but retirement plan no it's not going to be retirement at uh, 5 years from now minimum 5 years from now sorry maximum 5 to 10 years from now because I, I this the, because you want to go around all Malaysia with bike right you need you need physical and if I retirement plan I don't think I can <laughs> I want to do it yeah. I don't know yet because I, my dad's friend mm-hmm. uh my dad's friend is like 50 something, 60 something. He rode around from, from Selangor to Thailand, come back. It's like a one big trip. Mm-hmm. 
we had a lot of fun doing it and we got these expensive bikes for it. Right, so we yeah. went with the gang. We went with one gang, all going one line. So th- that's actually what uh, a lot of people ask me to do that as well. You should actually join uh, a group of people and do, di- do it in a group. It's safer that way also. Yes. I mean, because I, I get, I got, I'm measuring the pros and cons. Hmm? I, I'm measuring the pros and cons, like being in the group and going solo. Then I have, maybe I don't go, ah, let's, let's go through it up. Going in the group is definitely safer and then they know what the fuck they are doing. They can, like, like if anything happens, they can take care of you. You also can, you also can take care of them. It's like a community. They know what the shit they're going. They have, uh, they have, uh, not behavior, what's that? Uh? The ritual, not ritual. Behaviors. Culture, yeah, I think the culture is better. The better world. There's a culture for it. And going solo, however, going solo is much more free. It's much more free. Because if you're going with the community, or going with the big bar of people, right? Today uh, we decide to go to here. And then, like, if you, do, you suddenly say the one I'm out, you cannot. I mean, you can just you can just fuck off the team and go. But what the the group of people might no different different point of view already, ma. You are reminding me of something. Let me Google it. Yeah, please. You reminded me of something. I have no idea why I reminded you of, but I still prefer solo travel. Uh, sorry, I I I will still prefer solo travel. So I don't want to be in a group or at least one one or two person that I can. That we share the same interests, then we go. So, that is that, and I'm waiting for you to search. Oh, by the way, uh, have you been to anime anime convention, anime anime fiesta? I went. I went for a few. I saw you went recently. One. Yeah. Fucking. I'm. I, I was. I was like a a, a child man. I'm fucking happy. <laughs> I took picture with so many cosplay. You know. You know. You know. I actually get. Uh, the day before, I was I was like, huh, I'm going to go take picture with. Uh, I mean, I I want to. Actually, it's quite vague uh, at first because I I'm thinking like, what I'm going to do go there for? I actually have no no expectation. I just go there to mm-hmm. maybe see see Lulu and it. And so then I thought like, hey, last time I go, uh, my first um, what's that comic fiesta in KLCC? I remember, I very shyly, very shy. My first picture I took is with the Green Reaper, a black a black dress Green Reaper, and then I was like, I very shy. Can can I take a picture? <laughs> and then since then I started to um like want to take picture with more people and uh, with, with more cosplayer. So I was thinking they are giving me a lot of happiness, like a lot of joy for taking picture with them. Like very beautiful, very handsome, uh, very charming uh cosplayer. They already put effort into that, right? So I was thinking I want to give them something back. So I bought three bags of candies, and I stuff it in my bag. Whenever I take picture with them, I I give them candies. <laughs> you want to support them Don't support them By giving them candy bro Buy their fucking pictures bro No 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 uh, Walking around one Not, not the booth one Not the booth oh, one Not the booth one Not the booth one, one. The booth one I, I, I know that the, the merchandise and all I, and People oh, will support them okay, at all okay. When, when, when I'm going know. around When people going oh, around okay. all, uh, People going around They are um, They are up for photo, photo taking and stuff right Selfie and all right So that's what I do Bro I thought I thought I thought you were like I thought you were like you didn't know about the merchandise so you mm. want but you still wanted to support them so you give them candy <laughs> <laughs> I was like what the fuck Halloween okay okay no how, how about I, let me put it this way because I don't want 
to I, I want to support them in a way but maybe um if they have a patron i will i will support them support their patron because i don't want their merchandise i don't find mm. value in in keeping keeping a lot of like like i don't know they are they are yeah, collectibles, their photo shoot, their keychains, and all like that. The only thing I get from there is this one, the the cap, and then a D and D dice. A D and D dice because I just walked through. It's like, hey, why got this hole? Is a D and D dice or then? Wait, is it D ten or D eight or? I don't know. Let me let me D6. share. Let me see. Let me see. I have no idea. Oh, is it D12? Yeah, it's, it's 12. So it's, oh, it's 12 sided. Yeah, so it's not 20. You got 20, eh? I do 20, eh? It's diamond, right? Oh, diamond nah. shape. The last one, is it? No, no, one of it. Shit. <laughs> I don't know how you can see this. Okay, this one, this one is there's D twenty. It has one to twenty, is it? One to twenty. Uh, what? Well, yeah, one to twenty. Oh, means you have from D two all the way to D twenty, is it? D four. Okay. You have I one, two, three, four, five, six, is it? One, two, three, four. Eh. <laughs> one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Okay. I have uh. One, two, three, four, five, six, and normal dice. Okay. I have uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. What's this? Then you have next to twelve, right? Yeah. And then uh, this one's very weird. This one is like you know tens to ten to hundred uh. This one Oh I this one is uh this one is a different one. The one they do for ability check. Mm. I uh, I think the D&D that I play is uh, very beginner friendly. So it's like a, a, a lot a lot of things that we did not uh, we didn't include yet. Wait, that was a 0 to 8 dice, is it? The circular one. There's a circular one? No. The, the, just the la before that. This one? No, no, no. No. It's the other finger, the other finger. No, no, no. Your other hand. This one is 20. This one is 20. Wait, I just saw like, like, spherical dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that 0 to 8? Uh, 9. Oh, 0 to 9. Yeah, 0 to 9. So it's a D10, huh? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> zero, yeah, zero to nine. That means D ten, is it? I mean, technically it's D nine, but then like it's ten digits. Okay. I'm. That's actually damn cool. How much was it? Twenty. Twenty ringgit. Yeah, I I think it's cheap, lah. It's actually cheap, yeah. Yeah, because I was I was picturing because I was very reluctant to to step in the store, but I just want to ask because I'm fucking curious. The curiosity killed, uh, got me. So I was like, uh, how much is this? And then he was, no, so before I asked how much is this, I was, he was asking, uh, 
I'm very new because I'm introducing myself as a very new player, D and D player. I'm very very interested in getting on my own dice, and then he's like, "Oh yeah yeah yeah," it's like very friendly, but he don't know how to explain shit. <laughs> so he's like, he's he's trying to. Oh, so what color you want? Because I'm trying to understand like why why people very like fancy like want their own personal dice and why you can just why you cannot just get a a white color black color dice and enough already. Because it's, it's practical for me. It, it makes sense to me. And then eventually you say no, it's just actually personal preference. So you're paying for you're paying for um, your personal preference, which I understand. It's like maybe uh white like custom keyboards are yes, 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 yes. So it's like my, my custom fighting stick like that. Lah. So yep, it, it exactly. makes sense. It makes sense. It is get it still get the job done but with a personal touch to it. Lah. It brings characteristics yeah. and all. Maybe you have a team like all fire, all red color one. Then you want red color dice as well, so just to play with the team, something like that. So uh, eventually, he bring up this this dice, and then he give me a few to choose. I also don't know what to choose, and then I I like act like I know what I'm doing. This one, <laughs> this one, this one. I think I want to go with this because of my character. Da 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 da. And then, uh, I, I was sweating when he when when I asked for the price, you know, because I was I really don't know how much it's gonna be cost because he did not put any price tag there, and then he said like, thirty bucks. Like oh. Okay. <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> Take my money. It's, it's, it's really cheaper than I expected because I was expecting maybe 80 bucks or 90 bucks like that. Then I was like, if really that, then I see whether my ego. Uh, no, no. See whether my ego want to pay for it or not. <laughs> because Bro, it's, you still got ego. Isn't it? You sure, go on. Sure, go on. Because, because um, I, I, no, it's, it's kind of like. like do I do I want to because it's my curiosity? Do I want to f- go on f- let my feed my curiosity because I want I wanted this because at the end I wanted this thing ma. So is is it uh no matter what's the price I'm gonna get it or or whatever la. So eventually it's a like twenty bucks okay. <laughs> it's, it's destroy every every worry that I have and take take my body. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, I, I was. Oh, I, yeah. To I, answer I, your question, I have been to anime conventions. Mm-hmm. But I've stopped going since uh, 2019. The reason being of COVID? No, 2019, 2020, I could still go. Uh, but the reason I didn't go is because I already went to a lot of them. I went to Animataki, I went to Polotesta, I went to two different Polotestas. I even volunteered. I went for different game launches of Pokemon Sun and Moon. I went volunteers for also, oh, so, so basically, you kind of like uh, every time you constantly go to all this. Oh, okay. So why why stop? Yeah, so why stop? Um, I didn't have enough friends to go. With. So I felt lonely whenever I go because I was volunteering solo and I had to make new friends. Then when the next event came, I was making new friends again. So when you keep doing that, right, you don't retain your friendship. You're just making a lot more, mm-hmm. but then they become acquaintances. And it's very hard to maintain contact with them because they're all in their own bubble. So I, then I get like, what I mean. I get what I mean. Yeah, Potong's team, Yeah. Because when I was there, I was alone. But but that's, that does not stop me from taking pictures and having fun now. So, um, yeah, but, that, that's fine. Uh. Yeah, that that's fine. Uh, however, still, like after going one round already, right? I met my friends, say hello, take a picture. and But that's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it. And then I was like, okay. I, I reached my objective for today. Maybe mm-hmm. it's either I go eat and then come back and have um, have more pictures, just hunt hunt for hunt for more more 
cute and handsome cosplayer so that I get the picture with, or I just go home. So I choose to go home. <laughs> <laughs> so oh yeah, uh, the reason I bring out this is because the next one in Paradigm, uh, May May the no twelve to nineteen, I think twelve to sixteen or something like that. I will be going, and I want to cause on the on the cost. I want no, to cost. yeah on the cost. I want to try cost uh, cosplay. And uh, I let you guess what what character I'm causing. Yeah, three tries. Yeah. Just out, just any just hint, out of the blind. It's a male, of course. It's it's not it's not cross dressing. It's not what it's, it's male. Okay. That's Is your first hint. It's from a game. That's hint two. Have you played it recently? Recent. We haven't played any game recently. No, no, not me. Have you played it recently? Yes, three. Yoru. No. It's in Valorant, right? And that's all. I think that's all the choice for you. Is it? <laughs> yeah, he's in Valorant. I I was gonna say Elden Ring, but then like, there's not not really a proper character in Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah. Cosplay. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, okay, it's not Yoru. Breach is very hard to cosplay, so I don't think you will cosplay him. The yeah. easiest low-cost cosplay you can do for a male? It's either Phoenix or Chamber, honestly. What? But, yeah, Phoenix or Chamber is the easiest to do cosplay. Oh, yeah. No, not Phoenix? Phoenix is just jacket, bro. Biker jacket. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just right, biker yeah, jacket right. and then uh sports uh sport pants like more like a mm-hmm. more like a jeans ish one but chamber and chamber fucking suit pen glasses bro I oh i forget i forget i forget i forget i forget yeah 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 <laughs> chamber is much more easy because you have the wardrobe for it you just need mm-hmm. to find the color combination mm-hmm. okay both of them wrong it's three tries oh, guys i'm gonna go for brimstone uh-huh. Oh, oh, because of the hat you have, is it? No, no, no. This, uh, this is not the hat. This is not the hat. This uh, is not the hat. Okay. Because yeah, when you said Grimstone, right, this hat actually is actually similar to his captain hat. Uh, Not exactly, but yeah, I, I see I see the point. I see the point. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go as... I, I want to try to cause a Grimstone. And then yesterday, I actually have... Uh, I managed to bring this... This lady who... who who is very into Genshin recently to go to this um, May uh, this cost this event anime event at Paradigm mm-hmm. One at May he, he, because she never went to it she's she expressed like, so many Genshin Genshin characters she's very hyped I was like come on come we go together we go take picture and then she's like very hyped and then I said uh, I asked the question of, do you want are you interested in cosplay and at first she's like kind of rejected. He said she's a bit over there, and then like there's all CTT, you may may play one, small small kid play one. I said, like, no. I thought I reassured her that it's not the case. Uh, there's a lot of like from different range age ranges to go play. So she kind of like okay, and then she's currently trying to decide which character she's gonna go for. So I said, like, oh, nice. In and the main event is which one? Uh, at Paradigm. Uh, if I'm not wrong, it's Enemy Fiesta as well. Anime Fiesta? Hold on, ah. let me let me uh, search for it. I share it to you later. Because uh, May June is usually Anime Fiesta. Uh, anime I, Fiesta. Who's I, the sponsor? Oh, I don't know. 
Alamak, so send to you via messenger Facebook messenger Oh, Chromic Cluster is organizing Yeah, yeah, no, that So I was planning to go there because, uh, and then I was, I was, you know, I, I was always wanting to try cosplaying. This the when I go there, right, I feel like it's like everyone with with their with their. How can I put this in not not really flowery way? Uh? <laughs> it's like everyone with their passion that go there that really put a lot a lot of effort just to dress up. To be their character there's a lot of effort you know it's it's not logical in the sense it's not logical you you can only say it's because of passion they put so much effort and love into their their craft to to display their character be their character that they love so uh that uh makes me very excited to be there like the energy is very positive for me i really really love it so it's like i also want to try i also want to feel what they feel and so I was thinking of what character I, I, I like, you know. The first character that comes to my mind, because recently I watched uh, Arkane. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I was very, uh, I, I really loved the character. Why? Mm. Uh, and I was thinking of wanting to be the male character, male version of Y, so that I can cosplay mm. Y. And I look at my tummy, and I was like, nah, I'm going to destroy the, destroy the image of Y. <laughs> so I was like... Dude, it doesn't matter if you have a dummy I'm, I'm, I feel like it's, it's kind of like disrespect to the character. So I've seen a Kirito cosplayer. Kirito yes. from Sword Art Yes. He's a fucking tall guy, but he's fat. Yes, I but saw... he pulled it off. He put it off. He pulled it off. I don't know, man. I... His I... confidence, bro. It's only confident. That is only that I only can say I'm not confident to put that off. Uh. Okay, uh, because I never done cosplay before. And okay, I and, sure. and, and, and I and I really really wanted to like respect the character for me uh, because I have nothing I have nothing I zero knowledge and everything. Uh, so I wanted to play a character that's similar to my body build and then once I'm picturing down the road uh, maybe I have like enough uh, small small kind of experience really because I'm gonna build my own prop. Like the shoulder patch, ah, the, the 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 chest piece, ah, the the, mm, the, the iPad <laughs> yeah, also. Yeah, the iPad <laughs> also. I I might not. I definitely. I don't think I can make it pop up and do, do stuff lah. Maybe not even LED lah. Mm. So it's just like the the model only. So after that, and see maybe uh, what can I do about that? Because it's a crafting. It's like it's like working on something. It's it's very cool, and I wanted to try at least once. In my life so yeah that's that and oh yeah are you going do you want to go this may but i don't think you can though may i'm not free though. yeah i don't think you can you busy with your life and stuff like, one two <laughs> day cannot man uh raya is like first week of may and after raya i'm busy for the next week so i only can go if it's on the third week but then it's clashing Sad. Then the man, at least I, at least I asked. Now, ladies, you may see how he rejected me. Uh. This bastard rejected me. Yeah, it makes I... sense. It makes sense. Understandable. <sighs> Don't have to explain. 
Jinket understand. Jinket will remember, will remember this. RPG, you know? RPG. The uh, likability minus 15. And then, and then, but, uh, yeah, uh, let's leave it there. Lah. Okay, hold on. I actually written out a lot of stuff, you know, that I want to ask you, but I think just go with the flow. I asked you also a lot of things already. It's good. Lah. I, I prefer this flow. Lah. I don't have to, I don't have to follow the whatever question that I had there. Uh, I'm actually curious what other questions we have. You want me to send to you? <laughs> Just read it out loud. Like, what do you want to send it? You know, the first thing that comes to my mind is like Indian food. I mean, I, I, I asked you about it during you when you're in India, yeah. right? We even FaceTime about it. Yeah. And then I I actually keep track. I actually wanted to write down a list of food that I, I wanted to try. Because I have. If I want to. Uh, if, sorry. As I recall, right, I did not really try a lot of food in my life. As as adventurous as I am, I never really tried a lot of food in my life. Because my 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 view of the world is getting bigger, right? More I grew mm-hmm. more. Then I noticed that uh, there's a lot of things I don't know. There's a lot of culture that I never have what step into and get to know yet. So my 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 view is getting larger. So I noticed that hey, I haven't tried this culture punya food. I haven't tried this this my friends my my, my close buddy punya culture punya food. So I wanted to try. I wanted to know. I want to understand that culture as well. So hence that's why I asked you about the Indian Indian foods and all. Because the only Indian the closest Indian food I ate is none. <laughs> you always have roti canai. No, I didn't always have. I would choose none over roti canai. But okay, I understand. Roti Chana is also Indian. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Uh, then the next thing is like, I asked you about passion, interesting in India, all those out. Would you do cosplay? Would I do cosplay? Have you done cosplay before? No, I have not done cosplay. Would before. you do would cosplay? I do? No, Explain. I would be the manager of a cosplayer. Which makes sense. That fits you so much. Yes. But were you it though? Just, it just. Huh? Uh, like like out of interest, out of like one time thingy, would you would you go, would you try? Cosplay? Mm-hmm. If someone is gonna prepare the costume for me. Personally oh, not, I don't like like I don't like handcrafting my stuff. Ah, uh, that's a shame. I don't have a good dexterity bro. I don't think I have as well. You see everything I do is very careless one. But I still want to try. That, that, that's why you see different yeah. different perspective. Huh? Your your hanger is not nice or slow, I still remember. Where's the hanger? I don't know. What hanger? I remember when I slept in your room. Yeah. The fucking hanger keep breaking and falling. Oh, the that's not hanger. The the cloth. Ah, I get what I mean. What do you call that? The cloth rack. Cloth stand. Cloth stand or cloth rack or whatever. <laughs> your no. way of fixing it is so that it will break the next time, you know, and then you leave your suit there somehow. <laughs> no, the the reason I fix it there because I know it's going to break either way. Because you the. Look off. Oh no! Uh, I I the reason I fix it that way because I know it's going to break either way because yeah. the the supporting already already gone. So I was like, ah, anyhow for some. Cha, 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 cha. <laughs> so it makes sense, right? Okay, next. Your love for Deku, you already say that anime. Yeah, we do cosplay. Yeah. What's the last anime that you got into? Assuming that you have the time. Uh, the last anime I got. 
You ask me. My last anime I'm still watching right now is Komi, uh, Komi show. Uh, what's oh, that? Komi-san, yeah, the uh, cannot communicate, punya. Mm-hmm. I th- I think I prefer the manga version over the anime version. Yeah, the manga version is a lot. Yeah, the anime version, I, I don't know. I find hard to hard to consume. I love it. I so I like it. Still, I like it. It's very beautiful, uh, drawn and all. Very beautiful, mm-hmm. animated. But I I I find it hard to digest sometimes. The last anime I watched is the Irregular at Magic High School. Irregular Magic High School. The the Irregular at Magic High School. Let me see. Irregular at Magic High School. Oh, okay. The the main protagonist is very powerful one. Yeah. Yep. He's a sister also. Yeah, and that sister also broke one. Insist. <laughs> Okay, and then oh, which anime that you grew up with that is you're very fond? Rave Master. I never watched Rave Master. Rave Master. Uh, Rave Master and Samurai X. Ah, hey, have you have do you have Netflix? Yeah, I do. Have you watched? Do you watch Ruining Kenshin? The live action. Is yeah. It? Yeah, I watch all of it. All of it. Oh, I tell you. Fucking epic, bro. Oh, <laughs> I I spent like. It's actually a good representation of the anime. I liked it a lot. It is. It is. Uh, okay. How how about I put this? Because when I first time when I first watched Running Kenshin uh, Samurai X, right? When I was a child, I know I have no idea what the fight is going. On. I know it's fucking bloody, like blood come out, people slash each other and stuff like that. But now I watch the the live action, right? Then it's like, damn, I understand the story because I watched that as a as a child. Hey, it, a lot of things click because I didn't watch every episode, so it's like halfway here, halfway there, and then suddenly got got bandage guy who is spitting fire. <laughs> so yeah. I I don't understand, but now it's like I appreciate it a lot. I love it a lot. Yeah, fucking cool. Yeah, the live action also put a very historical touch that I love the most. Cause like, if you notice the sceneries, right, mm-hmm. and how everyone is dressed, and mm-hmm. then the ships that come in and everything, mm-hmm. it's it fucking. Look- Gives you like hair rising shivers. Yeah. When they add the soundtracks, it becomes so, so fucking complete. You know, mm-hmm. the anime didn't have that touch because it was fucking old school drawings. Yeah, know? yeah. So the anime was a bit old school when they were presenting it, but it was fun to see the fight scenes and everything. Yeah. But the live action. Oh, oh, I tell you, I love it. I fell in love. That's why I've been trying. Uh, I've been trying to get my. Friends to watch it, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to get people oh. to watch it. That's damn, I love it. Oh, yeah, speaking of like anime that I watched growing up is uh, Pokemon actually, Pokemon, Digimon. I mean, I did watch those, even Naruto was the best, but like, Naruto, the one I that actually, actually. Na- for me, TV7, TV7 and TV9 had Naruto. Naruto, yeah, 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 but it was at uh, morning. Uh, oh, I think I did not watch in the morning. I would usually watch like at night, like seven or like after after school thingy. Makes sense. Then I only start watching my Naruto when I was in uh, after school. Sorry, sorry. Uh, after high school during college period. No, sorry, not college period. When I was out of high school, I started working. As I mean, as about that, I started watching Naruto. And then, uh, sorry, Bleach first, Bleach first, then Naruto. Yeah. Uh, oh. 
And then I remember the first time I watched Bleach, I I was watching it in English dub. Dub version. And then I was like, it feels fucking weird, but I need to understand. <laughs> At least I can understand. Then eventually I, I find that I, I from Bleach, I, uh, during Bleach time, I switched from, I tried uh, from uh, dub to just sub money. And then I find it, actually I enjoyed it. It's, it opens a, a new new uh, perspective for me and then I love it a lot. So since then, I just go with sub. Oh yeah, I sent you a few animes that I watched this mm. uh, when I was small. When you were small. Uh, Can share to the viewer. Yeah, I, I, I type it down and I, I read it down. Yeah. Uh, Who's your anime character crush? Character Crush. Yeah. Also, I'm so thinking. Soyphone. No, not Soyphone. There's no Soyphone. Yuriichi. Bleach. Bruh. Yuriichi. Yeah, good taste. I approve. <laughs> Yuriichi. <laughs> Uh, wait, I'm finding my crush's name. I forgot her name. Ah, Ellie. Ellie from who? From where? Rave Master. Ah. Uh, I, I, so I, like, I, I, mm-hmm. she is also Yoroichi. What? But just white skin. Let's see. A R uh, Rave Master Ellie. E L I. Ah. Okay. Rave Master is the author of uh, Fairy Tale. Yep. Yeah, the Rave Master came out before Fairy Tale. Oh, yeah, Rave Master first. Rave Master first. And it's the same universe. Mm. I think I remember I was binge binge reading the manga and then I saw like either because I finished Fairy Tale, I was still chasing ma. And then I saw I, I go search for the the author and then it's like hey, got Rave Master. I think I got read finished, but I didn't. It didn't have much impact to me compared to Fairy Tale because I read Fairy Tale first, so I was like. Mm. <laughs> I was watching Rave Master and I was like eight years old, seven. Then that of course that obviously made a huge impact to you lah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. a fucking good anime, but like. But like the anime stopped, then the manga didn't finish also. Yeah, I think that's the reason why I did not have like huge impression of that. Yeah. What's the reason he stopped? What do you know? Don't know. Oh yeah, one more fucking good anime. What? Uh, oh, I remember Shaman King. Shaman King, not my type. I, I actually don't. Uh, I don't. Because that's the that's the uh, Shaman King place on like uh, for a period of time in TV three, I think TV three or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I have to watch. I mean, that's the only entertainment I have back then. So I watch it. Yep. And but I don't really f- very fond in it. Lah. So you were saying which anime is it? Law of Wakey. Oh, that one I did oh, not. I, that one I did not watch in uh in TV. I actually watched in my friend's house instead because he has a full set of CD, and I just I just went to his house like <laughs> binge watch everything, you know. <laughs> bro, I wish I had that type of friend. Bro, I had to wait for anime uh Animax to play it. I had to watch it. Nice. 
It's yeah. a fucking good anime though until today, okay. right? It it's, is. Uh, something I can rewatch a hundred times. It is like, uh, what was the story like? Actually, uh, they're basically fighting to, to, to the top. It's like battle royale like that, lah. And then it's like it's like high school DXD but different powers. Uh. Yeah, high school DXD is like uh, rating games, but then uh, for Law of Wiki, it's more like their own type of game with their own combat combat ability. I never watched High School DXD, so I don't know. But uh, uncultured. <laughs> I, I don't How know. Can you not watch? I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I was. I was not exposed to that. I was not exposed to that. And then when it when it finally comes to my eyes, like fan service. <laughs> it's only fan service. So I was like, Neh. yeah. It made me very reluctant to watch it. Yeah. So, so. But uh, uh, it's you're correct, like Battle Royale. Battle Royale, and like. Both every every one of if I remember correctly, every one of them have like a certain type of, of um, uh powers. Power. Like let's say, the the roller roller blade one the, for speed, and then like sh- guns for shooting, cannons ah, cannons for shooting, yeah. and then and the shield. main character is standing rubbish. Ah, to three, yeah, yeah. But eventually, I think I if I remember correctly, it's like at the end of the day, the power to turn rubbish into trees is actually fucking powerful. Is it? It's like god tier power or some shit like that. But yep. at, at first everyone thought it's like shitty. Yep. So it's power. The anime is just godly. No? I just love it. Yep. Just love it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, there's, a, there's a few more There's a few more questions. Do you, are you sure you want to, uh, to know about the question? Uh? Yeah, yeah, keep going. Keep going. Alright. So this one is out of the, out of the anime zone already. I actually want to stick in the anime zone more, maybe next time. Uh, yeah, this is the question I think is much much more on the serious tone already. <coughs> okay. So so what do you think about today's emotional health? Do you think it's well talked about? Do you think people are well aware of emotional health? You mean mental health? Yeah, actually, yeah. That, that. Mental health, emotional health, is it the same thing? Is it not? Uh, usually when you talk about mental health, it revolves around people's then it's the same thing. I mean, it's, it's not the right word, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, mental health. Okay, what specifically are you referring to? It's, um, I was actually no specifically. I was thinking about like, because the the, the reason behind of, behind this, this question is because like, I remember my dad and, is it my dad uh, or someone? Uh... Talked about oh sorry yeah my, my dad my dad specifically when I asked him about because I feel uh I wanted to um I want to study about like him what's it uh? I want to be more no sorry no 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 I want to be more uh confident be more what be more uh confident be more happy and stuff like that I don't know what what leads to the conversation but I, I said that to him then he said that is just that's because you mental weak like, just go do something then you will be happy like. I was like then, then that's like clearly draws draws a draws a picture that my parents uh that, that my parents generation does not exposed to uh mental mental health or sorry emotional health very much that they know how to handle like the kids out out uh, outbursts or seeking for help and stuff like that. So that's why I ask whether what what do you think about current society when you're uh, emotional health or the topic of emotional health 
For your perspective, ah, your your world, ma, your world, ma, not not the whole world. I mean, if you ask me personally, I myself haven't been handling my own emotional troubles properly. But uh, I know, know, I know, I know you. So yeah. Yeah, and also you also know the other part of me where even if I'm like that, I still like help others in their emotional troubles. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why sometimes I want to slap the shit out of you because of this. But okay. I'm the type of person who, like, since I can't handle my emotional troubles, I go to others and take all their burdens and emotional troubles. And seeing them get better is like, you know, something that makes me feel a bit better about myself. Huh? It's a very cynical way to look at it, but in a bigger perspective, um, not talking on a personal level, but on a society level. Um, Honestly, no one has actually, been, no one has had the time, especially for Malaysia. Maybe uh, first world countries like US and whatnot, they have like first world problems where they can sit down and talk about like mental health and shit. But uh, countries like us who are in the rat race, mm-hmm. chasing after profits, chasing after money, increasing your living standards, working harder to be able to live comfortably or being financially, financially stable. All of us don't have time to stop. We don't have a time to stop, take a deep breath, uh, reflect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't have time for that. The minute we do have time for that is when we start self-criticizing ourselves and we're not doing enough. And yeah. unfortunately, it is the truth because we. No, I mean, not the truth that we're not doing enough. No. Not, not, not that. It is the truth that we're in a rat race, never-ending rat race, struggling to earn profits and struggling to get out of our out, out of get out of our uh so-called bubble where we feel like we are not in a good situation mm-hmm. whereas you know even if you look at africa third world country and the poorest people can be happy with what they have whereas we are still in the rat race mm-hmm. being greedy for more and more so on a society level i don't think you can fix it because there, it's a very complex web of, it's like a spider web, complex web of problems mm-hmm. that has to do with generations of being poor, being colonized, colonial, colonial, colonial mm-hmm. like, whatever. Yeah, word. whatever it is. Yeah, and being under servitude for so long, it's a mm-hmm. generation mentality where you have to work hard enough to get out of it. And unfortunately, because of that mentality, uh, it is brought down to the most recent generation and they're kind of brainwashed thinking that they have to work harder and harder. And uh, because of that, it neglects. Because our generation now have time to think. Yeah. Our generation now have time to think about it. Uh, we start to realize that we, are, we have been put upon us, our shoulders, the burdens of the, our ancestors all their burdens somehow carried forward to us. And even if the struggles of living a comfortable life is not with us anymore, like we have a proper roof, we have, we even have laptops, we can play games. Even after we have all that, we're in a comfortable life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not enough. It's not enough that we can be content and feel happy about it. The fear of losing it all is what 
drives our parents, drives us all to push us to do better mm. so that we don't lose what we have and get and can get more. It's because they have experienced that before. They have experienced having nothing and they, the fear of just losing everything drives them crazy. And because we have not experienced that, it becomes an emotional burden. It becomes, becomes something that is a toxic mentality where we can't see what we're chasing. We don't know what race we're in. I, I get what I mean. It's a very sad situation. It's very sad. It's like, um, it's like current the current me, right? It's our label myself as a, a snowflake, snowflake culture. It's, it's snowflake, what snowflake generation? Because I never ex- uh, I throughout my journey, throughout my life, I actually never really seriously get into a very shitty situation. Uh, I mean, not me. Because my my parents, my uh, even even I my family, um, uh, financial is going down when I was age of ten. It's like from we are from mid high middle to to low to to to, to bottom to the what's that B forty to B forty. Uh, we my my parents are doing their best to support the family, so I we don't feel very shitty. I mean, always I feel I feel because like from from having pocket money every week to become like. One day, sorry, one week, one one ringgit. Oh, it's like it's like cut down by a lot of the pocket money. So, I still don't feel shitty. But it's, uh, sorry, I feel I feel bad because I cannot spend as much money. But I don't feel the 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 pressure because my father and mother is like shooting shooting us from it. And that actually, like like what you said, we don't I we don't feel like the pressure from them because their their parents has been. Building this very safe culture for us, and then eventually that grows me to become very. In one step, I die. Yeah. <laughs> very thoughtful. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I like I like that example, but very very fucking thoughtful. <laughs> one step, then I like a whole body crumble already. Yeah. And then I have to I have to really um build, build my own like train my own self like mentality and oh, I still feel myself as very doubtful. It's like I in in hard situation I find myself crumble very very quickly. And I'm trying to build myself like very like solid solid solidify myself. Whatever is this I make myself strong make myself tougher so that I can embrace for for yeah, stuff like this. Try to fry the tofu. Even fried tofu is not not that not that hard as well. You yeah, still like you smack it. If if hard enough, also die. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> smack it hard also also still spatter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, So yeah, but I think that's that's the topic. I think we need. I I want to bring in in the in the in the conversation in the in the podcast as well. Um, next, what game that you grew up with? Do you play games when you grow up? Uh, I grew up with Final Fantasy. Oh, you have PS, is it right then? Yeah. yeah. You had a PS, you had a Game Boy. Lucky piece. I mean, I was so lucky that I have Game Boy. I play Pokemon. My dad was a gamer when he was uh, when we were born, so. Oh, is it? He made sure we got the games. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> my my dad, my dad was not um. In his childhood, he doesn't have games at all. But he was very giddy whenever uh he bought he from time to time he will bring back like game we back then it's CD right 
uh, yeah. video game CD. He brought back, and he he don't know anything about computer, so it's like he brought a computer back from his office and then like try to install and all right. We spent like half a day just to try to install and set up the everything, yeah. <laughs> and then we have like he 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 was very giddy because he bought this racing. Simulator game thingy. We have the we have the steering, we have the pedals, we have the everything, and then uh, I I think I recall correctly that the game is fucking lagging <laughs> 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 because our PC cannot handle, handle the game. So uh, eventually he's like fuck. <laughs> he he did not play the game, and then eventually that 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 the steering everything put aside already. So <laughs> never never to see again. Then kind of throw out. So um. That that actually is the start of my the gaming gaming for me uh, because I never really know how to play games. Then eventually, whenever we go out to visit uh, uh relatives, right? Sometimes because my, one of my relatives is uh, working in a hawker store nearby. There is there is uh the shoplets, right? How my I'll always bug my dad and say, can can I go play uh computer games here? It's like the the, the what's that? It's not it's not the cyber cafe that we that we have now. It's like the olden no no it's not arcade. It's like the olden PC shop where if you want to play games, you need to ask for the CDs. So it's like very old kind of uh very open yeah cyber cafe. So <laughs> and I, I was I was sitting there until my my parents finished their chit chatter and then we go we go home. So that's the that's the. The thing that sparks my, um, the gaming gaming journey, I would say. And then the the one that I the first time I self, I went to cyber cafe alone by myself is I go to Gunning Highland. It's Ten bucks per hour. Yeah. Fucking expensive. Hour? Fucking expensive. And that time I don't know. I I I was like, oh, uh, because my that time I was still well off, and then I think I. My dad gave me like twenty bucks or thirty bucks. Hey, what age were you? I fucking it's a child. I know I'm a child. That time they were asking for ten bucks, bro. I can get two hours at Cove with a high end PC. Right, right, right. For now, right. Two hours. Yeah. Back then, back then in in uh, in I don't know how I know it's fucking already, but that time is CS CS era. CS mm. one point. No, is it one point something? It's probably sauce lah. No, before sauce, before sauce. Yeah, then one point something. Yeah. One point something. Uh, that I I I that's my first time go there and I asked the uh the coco cheche the the coco there hey, how do I jump your eyes <laughs> and then I, that's the first time I touched FPS and then since then I was like oh I love it I love it it's it's a good memory for me and then and when I come back from there I was like oh now cyber cafe here two bucks per hour Zivai cannot con well yeah everything getting is fucking expensive ah. Yeah, my dad's uh, <laughs> mentioning my dad, right? He started, you know, with what? What? Diablo and game. Oh, back then, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Diablo is is really quite famous to uh for your for our dad's generation. No, actually not. Yeah, around any region, any region, and also like our dad's generation, mm-hmm. like North America and also in Southeast Asia, like all of that. Mm-hmm. Diablo was the first thing that came out, mm-hmm. and then wow. Uh no, WoW actually, yeah, WoW, but it's very like specific group of people will, will want to play yeah. WoW. Specific group of people will want to play Diablo. Specific yeah. group of people actually, will play Dragon Quest. Uh, wow. Actually, the one that the one the one that got the most following was Star uh, Star Warcraft? 
Starcraft? Starcraft, yeah. Mm. And then Warcraft. The one that got the most following was our, your generation, my generation, and my brother's generation. All of us, right, whether we like the game or not, enter Starcraft. Yeah. <laughs> I I find it fucking difficult to play Starcraft with my friends. And yeah, then eventually I Starcraft was like a story, you know. Yeah, yeah. Fun. So so eventually I just get the CD down and just play the story mode only. Yeah. I just I just play the whole story mode and then it's like I see no, there's not ICD people. I don't know. I just play power overwhelming. I just just run, run through the just fucking run through the game already because I was fucking frustrated. But now when I play back the game, right, it's fucking easy. Yeah, <laughs> and it's fun also. Even it's, though it's easy, it's yeah, fun. it's fucking fun because I now I understand the storyline and I can I, I yeah. can relate more. Uh, like this, how how the fuck did like the humans suddenly become the villain in the alien story, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> So it's very interesting because as you grow up, right, the 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 viewpoint from you, the perspective, the understanding of the the whole thing, the game, right, is very different from when you're a child. When you're a child, well, for me, uh, when I was a child, I see games like, oh, bad guy kill, <laughs> oh, this one shiny, let's go take it, and then I don't I don't read at all. Maybe I read a bit lah, because I learned my English from from game uh. So so uh, eventually it's like now I will appreciate game more a lot more. I love it. I love my. The selling point of Star Trek, uh, Starcraft was uh, fucking online, uh, peer-to-peer play. That was like one of the first few after like Dota and like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, CS to have like online. Mm-hmm. It was fun to play with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think mobile really took off after Starcraft. Mobile, yeah. Is it? Is it because of mobile? No, I. It's Dota. Mo- when you say mobile, it's what? The type of the genre of the game. Starcraft is considered mobile. No man. Mobile is like uh, there's t- uh two and two 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 bases. You need to destroy their base, man. So uh, you, yeah, but towers with with characters and so that is called mobile, man, no man. Uh, Starcraft yeah, is uh, real real time uh RTS real time strategy. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me would switch. You consider Starcraft, would you consider Starcraft as uh, RTS? Starcraft is what genre and genre? Yeah, RTS, uh, real time strategy. Oh. So what is what is Dota? What is MOBA? What's define MOBA? Is part of MOBA? No. So MOBA is multiplayer online battle arena. So battle arena is like Dota. Like Dota, yeah, 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 like, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. So yeah, and then my and then eventually become Dota lo. and then I, uh, because my all my all my peers, all my peers go play Dota, as I also go play Dota. Lo. And remember, I go go to play Dota, and then like because a lot of people ma, a lot of kids together ma, and then sometimes uh, kids from other school come come to challenge, and then we yeah, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then yeah. we find it's very fun, it's very interesting. And then during then, those times, you can play LAN. Together, yeah, we know? play land and together. Five v five clan, five v five land. Mm-hmm. So fucking fun. Yeah, and then not like most of us are just kids, and then we don't know anything. We just like oh, I yeah. can use this. I can. Oh, fucking he! How he shoot me? How he kill me? Oh, he even come on, you're this character. <laughs> a lot, of, a lot of shit stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I want to share this story because um back then our shit was bullied quite a lot. I was bullied quite a lot And I often Go to Even without friends right? I will go to cyber cafe Just to chill Just to kill time um, uh, I was There's one time I, I was playing Maple Because I was playing with, uh, uh, Playing a few games Like Maple Dota CS don't have already Horn 
the dispute games. And then there's one time I go to uh, there alone. I purposely choose a a place that is very cornered, so that because I I want to play, I want to be myself. I just want to level up my maple only. <laughs> so uh, eventually, uh, this this group of Malays and the seniors are seniors in my school that uh oftentimes see me they will they will verbally verbally tease me on but this time they come and catch me because i was in a computer here right they will come flip my flip my tits <laughs> flip my flip my breast my tits up basically and then eventually uh do once do twice and then i was like eventually i fed up like a multi after multiple times i hey, is this the one where you broke the keyboard yes yeah hey, i remember this yes. yeah, yeah, yeah so i just Smack the keyboard. I I, I don't think That's I I don't think I shout. I don't remember I shout, but I remember I smacking the keyboard. I I stare at them. I just left. And uh, I didn't know about this, but I have a friend at the far end of another corner saw this, and he, uh he one of the keys actually hit him. <laughs> one of the kids actually hit him. I didn't know about this, and because I I, I was, I was fucking angry. I went home already, man. The next day, this uh, everyone looked at me very fucking differently at school. So I was like, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> but I did not ask her because I don't know, man. I I was very shy person. I didn't talk much, man. So eventually, uh, but but after the next day, I feel like fucking bad because I destroyed someone's property. So I bring, yeah, I bring a piggy banger to want to attempt to uh, uh pay for the damage, but then the the sub, the cafe owner says it's, it's fine. Next time, don't do it. I was like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then I walk back and I come back again. Uh, for after one hour to play, because <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's, uh, the the small me very adorable. Uh, sometimes. Interesting though. Damn. Oh yeah, uh another the last last few question here. Your house how are gonna flood? Is it? My house didn't gonna flood. I gonna flood. Why? No, where? Uh, no, sorry, I d I don't I don't follow. Did you follow my Insta man? I posted about the flood one. I did not I think I missed it. There's some one of the there's a few one of the few days that I did not watch my social media ideas. I remember you also kinda, but then you got out of the flood. Not me. No, then not you. Not me. Anyway, the flood, you remember when it happened, right? The first flood? Yeah. I, I remember you walked back, walked to your relative's place? It's a sister-in-law. Yeah. And then you know what? Why, what's the specific question? Forget it. Oh, what's the damage? What what do you do after? Does it change your life? No, it doesn't. Okay, so the whole the whole story is I was going to watch Spider Man. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I think so, yeah yeah yeah. The only the only thing that changed in my life is everyone was making teams out of my flood incident about far away from home. <laughs> Because of the fucking Spider-Man title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember so, this. Uh -huh. Getting stuck in the flood, it made me uh, more cautious of where natural signs. Like, I knew that I, I recognize certain signs that are common for floods, but I didn't think it would happen. The, you know, the kind of denial thinking. Yeah. Huh? 
Ah, it won't happen lah. It won't happen lah. Ah, eventually something happens lah. Oh shit. Yep. Yeah. So, when it happened, I was like calm about the whole thing lah. But like, I got more more stress, more and more stress, and more and more headache because everyone was calling and checking, and calling and then asking me what you're going to do. <laughs> That's like, like mother, <laughs> you, I'm the victim. You're not even trying to help me, but you're making me more headache. That's actually a lot. Um, that that's another topic I want to bring out. Uh, uh like a lot. Actually, a lot of people in the life, right? They just they. The intention of reaching out to you, is not to solve your problem. It's just want to impose their selfishness to you. It's like, I ask question to him. Ask how the fuck are you already? So I done my. Out of concern. I I I done my I done my obligatory. What's it? Oh, oh, oh ah, whatever is this? Uh, my my job already. My yeah, my my due diligence, better. my due diligence, just just to make them feel better. You know, sometimes yeah. when I, like, even happy birthday, I also like I don't feel like I want to wish this guy, the people because I from the bottom of my heart I don't feel like I want to wish them because I don't know this person close enough. If I really, yeah. both of us have makes sense, right? Makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both makes of us right? have the same thing for this. Because I I if I don't know you well enough, I won't want to wish you because I don't want to waste your time reading. I don't want you to waste your time to read this one and then half assly reply. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, thank, uh, uh, yeah. I wish you. I wish you happy too. So we all know it's just <laughs> surface thingy, and I don't strive for surface thing. So, yeah. meh. I rather don't do that. Yeah. So like that was the one. That was one thing I didn't like. The second thing I didn't like was. When it comes to floods, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something an individual can solve. You agree? It's not something that an individual can solve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You are stuck in a flood. Yeah, means it's in everyone who's in that road. Yeah, in the area. So, okay, now. Yep. Yep. So care packages need to be sent to people who are in need. Mm-hmm. Let's say there's no retail outlets. Yeah. Outlets are able to help provide food you need someone to send food to mm-hmm. or you need shelter to sleep and your car is not a place you can sleep in because the water level is above the car mm-hmm. you need to find some place that someone will help you with the thing that I didn't get was any form of a government assurance that they were going to get help can, a lot of people did not receive like there's no news I have friends who go volunteer. It's a very close friend of mine since high school. Uh, and then he he was a volunteer and then he saw like the bomber, is it bomber or police or whatever standing nearby the the flooded area waiting for instruction. They have to wait for instruction before they can they can go inside. And during the waiting period it's actually a lot of people requires help like in front of him or something like that. So a lot of people like Say like voice out like why the fuck are you not doing anything, and because for me I understand like the chain of comments you need you need to receive a chain of comments only you can act if not like if you're gone what will happen to like I I need to follow maybe this one is much more important, so it's hard to satisfy everyone. Yeah, but it's not really about satisfying also when it comes to disaster relief right. Mm-hmm. You are either good at it or you're horrible at it. There's only two things. So, mm-hmm. for example, when there is a dengue outbreak, mm-hmm. 
right in Selangor the 2000 the 2000s dengue mm-hmm. outbreak in Selangor containment was the main problem right so they had to make sure that the dengue itself doesn't spread right mm-hmm. the way to make sure dengue doesn't spread is actually just enforcement of like fogging and all those things to mm-hmm. make sure that the dengue itself is dead that's an easy solution so containment of the problem is easy then the outbreak will reduce but then casualty rates are high because people who have already got dengue can't basically undo it or just yeah. mm-hmm. then another example is uh, before covid there was this uh, what's it called Ebola. SARS really? is it not SARS or oh, SARS if that if that affects us greatly or not. yep yeah when SARS happened Again, containment was the main problem. You had to make sure that it doesn't spread before you can do anything. All these are national level disasters. Mm-hmm. Another example is earthquake, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, earthquake, when it depends on the magnitude, you have to have some sort of disaster relief or disaster solution so that when buildings crumble or anything, you know how to send out uh, relief in a systematic way so that everyone gets care that they need mm-hmm. and there's no one left behind. Mm-hmm. In a flood situation, uh, let me remind you, Malaysia has flood every year. Mm-hmm. Okay? The yeah. only reason last year it was a thing is because it affected places that no one expected to get flood. That was the only difference. What does that mean? It means that Malaysian government enforcement, whether it is bomba, whether it is police, whether it is military, since they know Malaysia has a problem with floods, should have already been trained in systematic relief of flood victims. By right, uh, it's a by right. By right, okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Every year, we are taxed and also some money goes to flood relief. Mm-hmm. All that money, they didn't spend it on fixing the flood problem. Fine, no problem. But why didn't you train your personnel to actually right Mm -hmm. so like even if I agree that when it comes to relief there are sometimes priorities that's why you cannot mindlessly help people the enforcements have to follow commands even though I agree with that the commands are not right the commands are not right sorry Uh, help me understand that yeah kaki tangan Mm -hmm. your hands and legs Mm -hmm. follow the instructions of the brain Yes. So the people your friend saw are the hands and legs of people who are giving instructions. What? They're on. They're on the field. Yeah, they're on the field. Field people don't have the knowledge of, for example, the schematics of the area. Oh. They don't have the map of the mm-hmm. the place. They don't know which areas are affected. The people who have that knowledge are people at command center. Mm-hmm. Command center have the schematic of the map. They have the areas affected by flood from Nita. And they have the information based on verbal calls from victims where they are stranded. Yeah. When they have all that information, it's very easy to draft a draft a disaster plan. A rescue plan, disaster plan, all of it is easy to draft when you have all that information. Yeah. Right? And after you draft it and there's not a proper solution, you have to wait for three days, that is not right. That that means People you are not agile. Video. Yeah. Exactly. You're not agile in your... Maybe your plan was good, but you're not fast enough. 
that's not the whole point. Disaster, the first thing is about fast, quick response. So, uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, you pay so much money to the government. They get taxed a lot of money compared to other countries like us. And a lot of it goes towards helping people in need. Flood, fl- uh, flood victims come every year. It's not a new thing. So I don't know why was it that hard for them to just fix the simple thing. I say it's simple because we have years of experience in dealing with flood. Mm-hmm. I don't see why. I don't see why they couldn't have done better. A country like uh, Africa, who has had Ebola before, knows how to avoid it the second time. That's why they don't have another outbreak. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if a third world country can do better than a first world country, uh, then can do better than Malaysia that has first world infrastructure and first world first world talents. It just means that we have third world mentality. We have worse than third world mentality. Yeah. Mm. Unfortunate. Yeah. yeah, that's this this topic is getting very hard for me to to, to digest. But yeah, I, I for emotional level I can I can understand. Emotional level and uh like infant knowledge level I can understand and can relate. Damn. So uh I forget what I want to say. Just now I have one. I have one, one liner. You just pass by the jingle moment. Just come again. <laughs> very normal. Uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, do you want to explain the jingle moment so that we so that I can? Yeah. So whenever you say jingle moment, it basically means that you're going to say something it was at the tip of your tongue, but you thought of something else and you said that something else, and then when you go back to what you were going to say, it's long gone. It will never come back. Just fly, fly past. Eventually, yeah. it's from from some some conversation, it will it will bring back up. So I'm not worried about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a boomerang, you know. You have to wait until it finally comes back. Maybe years. Then my my boomerang, my strength of throwing the boomerang is very powerful, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, this is another one. I, I put it way 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 up there. Uh. What's school like for Suhail and where does where did Suhail learn Chinese? Do you, uh, by the way, do you know Suhail is actually uh know how to speak a bit of Chinese? Not not fluently. He speaks like he's a Tina, but but he's not speaking it fluently. It's different. You see he's he's speaking fluently, but can he converse make a full conversation with Chinese? Uh? Okay, then I, I take back my remark that he, he, he can speak in Chinese. At least conversations, conversations that were <laughs> not like business Chinese and all. No, uh, even conversational level, it's been a while since anyone has spoken to me in Mandarin. The last was actually two days ago. I went to the car workshop. Mm. <laughs> the auntie was speaking Chinese. So I'm like, yeah, the car is not working. Uh, <laughs> Chinese. <laughs> Then she said, me for a bit, you know, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is, right, they were all speaking Hokkien and Cantonese, yeah. right? And then I started speaking Mandarin, they were like, it took a while for them to change. <laughs> <laughs> to change Chanel, is it? <laughs> yeah. 
Damn. Their first reply in Cantonese, then they were like, ah, ah that makes it the correct one. It's for Chinese. <laughs> but do you, uh, besides Chinese, that uh, Chinese itself, like traditional Chinese, do you know other dialect like say Cantonese, Hokkien? Like you, you can't understand, ah. No, but you know it's from like, it's, it's Cantonese. You know, it's I, I recognize the yeah, yeah yeah I recognize the dialect, but I don't know what it is. Okay, do you like? I mean, that was that was very very easy lah. <laughs> that was very easy. <laughs> yeah, but oh yeah, uh, there's another question. It's like um, what is, what is school like? What brings you to uh, what makes you can speak Chinese so fluently? Uh, so I, mm-hmm. I study in EJ, Baling Jaya. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who don't know, EJ is actually majority Chinese. China Bank. Yes, and uh, I lived in a place where my house, <laughs> my condo, <laughs> was next to a Chinese school. So my uh, dad mm-hmm. was raised in Hong Kong. So he knew Cantonese. Did you told me about this before? Did you went to Hong Kong before? I've been to Hong yeah, Kong. Yeah, yeah, you you told me before. Okay, continue. Yeah. So since my dad knows Cantonese and he felt that Chinese was important, mm-hmm. and the school was right next to our house, mm-hmm. sent us to a Chinese school. But, mm-hmm. Um, that's the reason of learning Chinese. Uh, the reason I speak well as I speak as well as I do or used to, is because I've only ever had one Chinese friend. For the longest time, I've only had Chinese friends. I couldn't mingle with. It was very hard for me to make friends uh, who are Malays or Indians or any race. For the longest time, it was very hard. Malays, in particular, I had very, very, very big problem because my Malay was horrible. I failed my Malay mm-hmm. from standard one all the way until UPSR. Only in UPSR, I barely passed. Mm-hmm. That's how bad my Chinese, uh, my Malay mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. and when I entered form one, my teacher was so surprised I passed UPSR. That's how bad my my Malay <laughs> was. No cap, bro. It was that bad. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even form sentences in my writing. I couldn't speak. Malay. But mm-hmm. I solved it eventually mm-hmm. by because I used to go to the surah for prayers a lot mm-hmm. and. Um, I would mingle with the Malays uh, more frequently because my high school was a scholar Manana. So it was a public uh, school mm-hmm. and there were more Malays. So I could mingle with more Malays. So the Malay problem was fixed. But in primary school and in, even in high school, all my friends were Chinese. And uh, when you're with Chinese friends and you've learned the language, of course, speak the language. Yeah, makes sense. So, Speaking so of, that's of, how I became fluent. Yeah, yeah, speaking of language, uh, I would say my English right now is very is fluent. I can speak like uh very I won't say excellent excellent English, but uh I can speak kind of having conversation with you in, in English, and this I want to really thanks to my mom because uh as a kid grow up we only speak Cantonese and Chinese at home, like like pure like China Bank when you when your household when you're feeling it. But eventually, my mom is like, no. Like, she, she really set her foot down and said, like, no, I want my children to speak, to know how to speak English. So suddenly, that, I don't know, one long period of time, we are forced to speak English. Like, really forced to speak English. Um, and then, 
at that transition period, because you started it from Chinese, you speak English, right? That transition period, I suffer so badly because I have friends who who is very England, very very Englishman. I have friends who is very Chinese one, so. so I can't understand. I can't have conversation with any any of them. I I think that leads to me me getting bullied and like very timid and like and this stuff you know like zibai. But but uh and, and then that goes on for a very long time that I feel very insecure because I cannot communicate. I feel like I always will say wrong things, and eventually it becomes uh thanks to I would say thanks to game that I picked up a lot of English and then eventually it's like. Learn new words and then eventually become uh, more daring to speak, and then tada me here speak English. So yeah, I, I need to give my mom all the credit uh, for that. At the same time, it's like that's a fucking harsh way to push your child. Eh? <laughs> I wish my mom did that for my Tamil. Uh, oh yeah, by the way, uh, to to add on on that, my Chinese I fail everything. Oh, that was normal. Yeah, Chinese. Yeah, even, I also feel my Chinese. <laughs> Actually, no, no, no. I passed. Uh, I passed the circling one. The, 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 <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the essay one, I failed completely. Oh dear me. Uh, especially the essay one, I have no idea what the fuck you are right. I always, I, re- I always remember. I start with water. Mind <laughs> water. <laughs> da, 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 whatever I mind. Mean, whatever. <laughs> I think one of it, I only knew how to write war. I, mama, or I, took her, right? That's the only thing I knew how to write, right? So I wrote that twice and then I wrote like water, then I finished something fastest people in the world. <laughs> oh my god. I thought that's only me, you know, because I'm the only one who constantly get punished and uh, get pushed out of the class and, and punished, you know. So, so I need to stand on the chair or, or, or like move my table out of the classroom so that I can. I, I, I don't know. That was my punishment for for not doing Same. things. So it's like that's such a rough treatment to to a child. But at that era, is it's necessary. It's the norm. It's the yeah. norm. I don't know how much trauma or how much damage that caused to me, but I, I it took me a long time to 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 build my confidence up. You're talking about building confidence, bro. I have a history of failing exams. You tell me how much and that happened even during uni, bro. So even like, before, even what? Even happens in uni level that I feel mm. because so, so like um, confidence is like really something that you shouldn't be seeking out something you're not good at. I think a lot of times it's because of uh this is another topic right there. I mean it's related, but it's another one. Um it's because expectation from from people that we love that we have to do this like we have to study for this we have to go through our life like have a stable job have a like a tier fun one like a metal bowl so that we can we can support our family and we have a brighter future but deep down we know like fuck this shit man <laughs> like seriously fuck this shit and then I feel like if I if I going through this journey of like uh, I have to find a stable job and then like uh, work until I say have enough money and then just so did did beat working did working at the at the job that I don't I don't appreciate just to have this have to have this steady stream of income just to satisfy my parents and then it's like 
I'm gonna be dead. Yep. And I don't feel like I'm alive. So I, I currently I'm looking, uh, like seriously considering like do freelance, just like putting effort and trying to make a living out of my own instead of working for other people. I mean, I think I'm still working for other people because it's it's still it's still it's still providing service for other people, but it's much more on your term. Much more on your term. Yep. No, I'm serious again. Hmm? I have a friend who's doing freelance copywriting, and mm. he's very successful in it because uh, he's getting uh, he's getting jobs mm-hmm. that are in the thousands of Australian dollars mm-hmm. because his clients are majority Australians, mm-hmm. and uh, he makes a lot of money because hundred percent of the profit comes to him. And uh, the most he has to deal with is client requirements, but he doesn't have to go through all the red tape in corporate. Yeah. So yeah, that, so that that got that really got me into seriously thinking about because recently I also also listen about listen uh, uh, audio because I don't read I, I find myself I find reading very troublesome and then it's like it's taking me a lot of mental energy and I would prefer listen like listening to stuff that's why I listen to audiobook and recently I've been listening to a lot of podcasts uh, that's why I know uh, about the current you do like we've since slept slept the. Wow, well, uh, Will Smith. Will Smith slap Chris Rock. Chris Rock. I bet that, that one is from social media. Uh, that's not really from podcast, but podcast, someone talk about it. That Joe Rogan and someone talk about it. It's like, does not make sense why you slap the person. It's, you can settle it. Hey, can Tyler Bray? No. That's a question. Uh. You, you oh, can say, say with authority, like, fuck, you want to go toilet. Hey, wait, Tyler Bray, Tyler Bray. Okay. Yours, we have Tyler Bray. I'll cut this part out. <laughs> Zoom. Da 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 dum dum da dum dum da 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 dum dum da dum dum da 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 It's almost three hours already. Dum da 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 dum. Hello and welcome to Jinkas wants to know. We are having, we are currently having a break. We are having having a toilet break. Thank you so much for watching. Bye. We will be back soon enough. Please stay tuned. Da 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 dum da da dum da 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 dum da 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 dum da 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 dum dum da dum dum da 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 dum dum da dum dum da 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 Hello, welcome to Chinket wants to know. Thank you so much for dropping by. We are currently in a toilet break. We'll be right back soon. We're waiting for uh Suhail to be right back. So. Please stay tuned. Da 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 dum dum da 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 dum dum da 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 Hello, welcome to Chinket wants to know. Thank you so much for dropping by. We are currently having a break. Having a break. We are taking a break. Not having a break. We are taking a break. And we'll be right back soon.
Hello, thank you for dropping by. Jinkat wants to know. Uh, we are currently taking a break, a short break, a toilet break, while waiting for Suhail to come back. Please stay tuned. At this point, I think you, you <laughs> you're gonna slap the shit out of Jinkat again. Hello, thank you so much for tuning in. Jinkat wants to know. We are currently taking a break, a toilet break from our three, almost three hour long podcast or conversation. So please stay tuned. Hello, thank you so much for dropping by. Dropping by. Thank you so much for listening to Chinket wants to know. We are currently taking a break while waiting Suhail to come back from his toilet break. Please stay tuned. He's taking a long time, man. How many times I sing already? Oh, hold on. He's messaging me. Oh, Hayate Combat Butler, Love Yuriki. Yakitate Japan. Yakitate is one. Let me see. Because he's been sharing, he shared to me his uh, anime list. Yakitate. Oh, the bun, the, the, the bread. The bread anime. That's so cool. Okay, sorry. Come back. Da 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 dum dum da dum dum. Da 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 dum dum da dum dum. Hello, thank you so much for tuning in to Chinket Want to Know. We are currently taking a break. We are waiting for Suhil to come back from his toilet. Long, long ass toilet break. So please stay tuned. Hello, thank you so much for tuning in to Chinket Wants to Know. We are currently taking a break, a toilet break, while we are waiting for Suhil to come back from his long ass toilet break. So please stay tuned. Thank you so much for your time. If I know that if if Suhail is currently playing me, he is there, but he's he's not appearing in the camera. I'll slap the shit out of him. Hello, thank you so much for tuning in to Chinken Wants to Know. We are currently taking a short toilet break. Today's guest is Suhail. 
Siho is a very close friend of mine. Oh, he seems to be back. Siho is a very close friend of mine. He's a fucking intelligent person, very charismatic, sometimes very stupid at the same time. But I love him, I adore him. So, uh, stay tuned. Da 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 dum da dum dum. I heard Dodo. Da 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 dum dum da dum dum. Da 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 dum da dum da 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 dum. Da 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 dum. Hello, welcome to Chinkets. Ah, Chinket wants to know. We are back. Damn. I'm more interested. What you were doing like this for so long? I've been doing that for the entire period of you going to toilet. You know, I was singing. I was I was singing and doing the please hold please hold when you tune. Damn cute, huh? I mean, can't be helped. This chinket. Where were we? What we are talking about? Uh, <laughs> I'm having a chicken moment right now. Nice. Because uh, for now, I have asked every question. I mean, we I don't want to go like specifically into very deep into one one topic yet. Because if we do, it's going to be more than four hours plus already. But we are we are three hours in, ah. Uh. I know. I saw. You saw. Okay. So I think. Actually, why should why should with you? I actually can just close the podcast here, right? Huh? <laughs> why why I want to wait you come back? I can just close the podcast and say, oh, "This guy ditched me already," and then I can just <laughs> leave. <laughs> if you wanna, mm, but I'm thinking. Don't do that one. How you know? Can get very random one, man. Sorry, not random, very spontaneous one. True. True. Yeah, actually, let's talk about spontaneous now. Like. You are you are not very spontaneous. You are you are the one of the person that is not very spontaneous. You are not the most spontaneous person that I know. Yeah. You are mm. more systematic. But when I say that, right, you are not as rigid as well. You know. Yeah. Yeah. When I say uh, that, the, the reason that contradiction there is because uh, by personality type, I am impulsive. But but by, you are trained to be. Trained to be the type of person who thinks about pros. Oh, like ask you, what's your personality? Do you do the the what's that? I didn't mayor mayor thingy. What's that? E N I J E N I J mayor. Yeah, my one is E N F P though. Campaigner. Hey. Ah. Let me should let's talk about that a bit. Mine is strategic leader, motivated to organize change. Commander. Commander. Let me see. Commander. E N T G. Commander. Yeah, sounds about right. E N T G. Conclusion. No, no, I don't. I don't want to see conclusion. I want to see introduction. Okay, like your time is limited, so don't waste it on leaving someone. <laughs> yeah, but you know my personality changed quite a few times. Quite I did it that. once when I was fifteen. Mm-hmm. I did it when I was sixteen. I did mm-hmm. it when I was seventeen. Mm-hmm. I did it again when I was twenty-one. Mm-hmm. I did it again when I was twenty-three. Mm-hmm. All different. Three is all different. Damn. For me, I change from uh entertainer to campaigner. 
not that different. Not that different, just one one thing off only. But I didn't I only do like three, four times only. The the second, third, fourth uh time is all campaign now. It's like s- s- solid already. I know myself already. Kinda like the thing. Should do mine should do mine again. Mm-hmm. So here is like uh ex- extravert. Not extravert, it's extravert. No, not extravert, it's extravert. Uh. What's this? I have no idea. Let me see. Outgoing. Extravert and extravert, is it different? No, it's the same shit. It's the same shit? Okay. Yeah. Extravert, intuitive, thinking, and judging. Oh, it's minor. ENFP. ENFP. Int- uh, extrovert, intuitive, feeling, prospecting. What's prospecting? Uh, that one I don't Crossing the finish line. Tech. Uh, judging and prospecting. Figure things as they go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Figure things as I go. I'm I'm more towards this this genre. Which oftentimes, often, I mean, I most of the time I, I get slapped in the face, but uh, the small portion of the time I I found gold. <laughs> small portion of the time I found gold, and then the gold is like I'll cherish it to the to the dearest of my my life. Uh. so I quite quite enjoyed it. Uh, tell me one thing about the commander. He fits leadership role, but he Net- or she would thrive in a situation where they're the center of attention. They are given leadership. Mm-hmm. The other one I would say is that they do very well in critical situations because they're able to think on their feet and execute, mm-hmm. uh, execute and guide in a situation where it's required. Mm. I strongly believe that this is one of your this is one of your strengths, uh, like thing. Mm. But does it is it you? <laughs> is it you? I have a feeling it's not entirely you. Maybe this is like the train mm-hmm. the train you, you know. Like the, the train whole, I think the whole personality was uh yeah, I think it was some, it's close to yours. It was either something nearby entertainer or something nearby entertainer. Let me see. I think there's anything in between entertainer and campaigner. And entrepreneur entertainer what you saw. What's it what you saw? Uh I don't think there's sh- either entrepreneur, entertainer, protagonist or campaigner. I think I was entertainer. Entertainer. Oh. Entertainer. If someone's before spontaneously breaking into song and dance, that's an entertainer personality type. Uh that's me. I usually go for that. Uh. <laughs> usually do that. I think I was an entertainer when I was sixteen years old. Mm-hmm. Because that time I used to dance and sing a lot. Isn't that good? But you don't do that now. Uh, now I just keep it in my head. I uh, I I I respect the flaw, but the 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 environment. Uh, let's say if like, uh, 
in a high class place or people just like oh cheers <laughs> and stuff like that right and then suddenly the mood change and all the music become uh, more nightclub and stuff like that right it's, it's got beat already right then you will see me suddenly I uh, start to move my head already <laughs> started to move my my uh, what's it my butt my body already <laughs> so I that's that comes naturally I, I, I it's not like intentional because I just listen to music it's, 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 it's. Oh, you're not shaking your head. No, because it's it's not not clear. No power behind. The oots. Oots, 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 oots. <laughs> Get a better mic. Yeah, I think I think it's okay lah, for now for the for the podcast uh, and then maybe we can talk later after the podcast so uh, anything you want to add uh, you want do you have any message for the for the people who is going to listen to this or the audience here um, I think the general like from what we know from Chinket's title is what he wants to know yeah Chinket wants to know uh, what I want you guys to know at the end of this podcast is that um you will go in every stage in your life change and uh, some of them are not always good no matter how much people tell you that uh, the more you experience in life better you become i'm not a believer of those words because there are always cha- there, are, there are always experiences you will go through that would set you back in your life and if you're not able to overcome it you will develop negative and toxic and bad habits that would strain your future and uh, I want you guys to know that when you're in that situation your close friends are the ones that, and your family are the ones now, if your family calls it your close friends are the ones that you should go to to help if, if you don't have close friends yeah if you don't have close friends because some people having ins- uh, issues or making friends or don't have access to people I guess um, that there's this place you can go befriender and stuff like that right yeah I mean if, if it's that if you don't have friends physical sense mm-hmm. like you don't have people physically around you to talk to but mm-hmm. I have Chinkat like even though we're doing this podcast virtually I know that he is in a reachable distance but if you don't have friends physical realm then turn to games turn to the online sphere I have found truly treasured people that I found solely because I'm not in my in my times of need they were there for me so I wouldn't say that alone means you're forever alone but try and find someone whether it's the physical realm or virtual. By taking action, reach out to people. Yeah. I mean, starting, uh, if you are not used to reaching out to people, you definitely will feel a lot of, you'll face a lot of roadblocks. Like, you'll be fucking awkward. <laughs> people yeah. will question your, question your, what's that, your in, intention. Uh, but, eventually, you will find people the same old people that, that links to you <laughs> and then you'll yep. be friends and then uh, the, the reason I'm able to paint it because I'm that person 
<laughs> that huh? person, I I really reach out, try my very outwardly reach out to people, but I'm quite lucky, I would say, because I met a lot of a lot of people in my life. I met a lot of acquaintances. I met a uh, a bunch of friends and only a handful of really close buddies, and uh, and I'm very blessed, I would say. So try to my try to identify who is the buddies in your life the close buddies in your life that you can share your success share your sorrows share your life story and they won't they will judge the shit out of you and then want to pull you in a better place <laughs> because people yeah. people judge eventually people will judge right? but they come from a good good place that want to bring you to a next level because they know they see the good in you instead of bringing you down so identify those people in your life and yeah, but yeah, I like this. I like the ending here because uh, all uh previously I was thinking what should I include in my podcast, right? I think because this relates to Chinke want to know, right? I want to I want the guest to uh I want to ask the guest what do what what do they want the listener to know? Good session, good session. I appreciate. You're welcome. <laughs> do you feel appreciate yet? You didn't say thank you. You just said good session time. So just like okay, you're welcome. Oh, okay, thank you so much. Arigato gozaimasu. Your mic cut out. Sorry, what you oh, saying? Yeah, mic. You can watch a watch a replay, lah. <laughs> 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 I said Ar- arigato gozaimasu. Uh, that's all. Doitashimasu. Doitashimasu. Okay, ciao. Oh, now let me do my closing. Thank you so much for watching. I wish that smile stays always on your face. Love that always fill your heart. And definitely joy that comes into your life as they come to my life in every possible way. get signing off. Bye-bye. What's that? Boops. No, you did this. <laughs> Why? You did this one. Just now you're like, <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> the action sounds like you're holding your own boob and then bouncing up. It's so, it looks so fucking wrong. You know the, you know the, you know.